I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live! What is up, fight fans? And insomniacs alike, welcome to the MMA submission for the watch party for Dillashaw versus Cejudo. I'm super excited for the show tonight. We're going to watch a bunch of great fights with you guys at home. We just got done watching the prelims where Cerrone beat Alexander the uh, Alexander Hernandez, Alex the Great, as many know him. But wow, what a fucking fight that was. We're super excited for all the cards, uh, fights on the card. What did you think of Cerrone pulling out the win? I mean, what is there to say? I mean, I, I really wanted him to win. I'm a giant. Where'd my monster go? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a giant cowboy fan, so I, I was clearly pulling for him the entire time. I was a little nervous because cowboy is notoriously a slow starter. Yes. And Alex the Great came out super hot. He was dancing all over the place. It looked like Dominic Cruz and Dillashaw had a, had a child there for a bit. A slower child. That's a bit of a... <clears throat> Not skill-wise, his movement. Yeah, but I don't think it was nearly, like, that good. If they had a baby, that baby would have, like, some of the best movement in the sport. No, he was erratic and unpredictable, like Dominic Cruz, but there appeared to be more of a method, and he was a bit more predictable. There you go. So that that's where the comparison comes from. I'm not saying that he's, like, the two of them rolled into one. Clearly, he just lost, but... <laughs> Um, I'm extremely happy that Donald Cerrone pulled out the win. He is He's getting up there, so if he is going to have a title run, he needs to have it now, mm-hmm. obviously. But he's destined for the Hall of Fame, and it was terrific to see him pull out the win, especially with his son being in the in the stadium. So Yeah, it's super awesome for him. I'll be right back. I'm going to go grab my monster. You do that. <laughs> yeah, i got to grab it. Secure the bag. Yep, secure the bag. I'm super excited for this card, though. We're getting uh, getting it started with Glover Teixeira versus versus Carl Robertson. Um, should be a good fight. Glover is a little a lot long in the tooth, so we'll see how he fares. I think if it goes to the ground, uh, he he'll clearly be favored. But on the feet, it could get a little dicey. Lock that though. No, that's all good. Or not. But, yeah, man, super excited for Global to Share versus Carl Robertson. Carl Robertson was on Dana White's Contender Series. Oh, you're going out, too? No, he's going to lock it. Oh, my God. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> so do you want to go through and give our picks before the main card starts? Yeah, sure. Okay. Who do you like? In Glover Teixeira versus Carl Robertson, you know, I'm of the opinion that this could be a very bad fight for Carl Robertson. You know, they're throwing him into kind of hot water. Glover Teixeira, although he's coming off of some knockout losses, is still very, he's a wily veteran. He's had many great wins inside the octagon. And he has power that a lot of people aren't accounting for, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, so I don't think it'll be as easy of a win as people are making it out for Carl Robertson. I felt like when you compare the two people Glover Teixeira fought last, you know, Anthony Rumble Johnson and then Alexander Gustafson, that's next level talent. <clears throat> Definitely. And to make it seem as now he's this um this this guardian of the division, mm-hmm. this like gatekeeper. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's the case. I think this will be a good test for Carl Robertson and we'll truly see if he measures up or not. So I, who do you think? I can't really put my foot down either way. I think that it could go either way completely. Okay. I think Carl Robertson's gonna win. Uh how? By knockout. He's going to do a Imanari roll and he'll hook Glover. Dude, you, hey, BJ Penn got submitted recently, you know. 
Things tend to change. By Ryan Hall, the... though, I don't think Carl Robertson's going to do a flying triangle. Dude, he'll surprise a feeling, you. A sneaking well, no, suspicion. There, there are a lot of uh, UFC fighters who are not known for submissions who have done them in the ring. You know, uh, Francis Ngannou pulls a Kimura on Anthony Hamilton, Anthony Truck, uh, N- Anthony Hamilton, and uh, finishes him. Learned mm-hmm. it backstage. I think that with athleticism, it's not crazy to say that a submission could be in the cards. Although, you're right, it's probably not likely. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm just playing the odds here. So... The next fight, Paige Van Zant versus Rachel Ostevich. Who do you like there, buddy? Um, well, my da- I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Rachel Ostevich, uh, I haven't seen her fight a lot in the UFC. I know she she doesn't have that many fights. No, isn't she like four and four, yeah, four and three or something? And her record is close to even. So I would have yeah. to say, you know, Paige Van Zant, she's been in there with the next level talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, once again, pick out who her losses are. Michelle Waterson. Uh, Rose Namajunas, like she's fought the best of the best in the division, so uh, I think that it's her fight to lose. So I agree. I'm go with and, her to and win. she's at 125 now, and I think she's going to be even stronger. She looked a lot healthier. Yeah, I mean, way clearly because the... she does not look like she's <clears throat> she's more. She looks a lot more natural at 125. Could you hand me a coaster? Definitely. I think the time off might be an issue at first. There'll definitely be some ring rust, and she's going to have to do some adjusting in there. But I think the experience is definitely in her favor. She's probably more dynamic on the feet. Like I said, I haven't seen a lot of Rachel Ostevich fighting. I haven't seen a lot of that. I've seen a lot of her Instagram, though. Oh, my God. They're both hot as fuck. The, yeah, I was going to say, this is the Battle of the Hotties, which makes me wonder something. Definitely don't make this fight. Why make this fight? It's so odd when you take two of the don't. most marketable people, probably, in the uh, the women's flyweight division. In, in and women's you make MMA. Them fight. And the UFC does this a lot. And it's a good thing about the sport, and it's also a bad thing. They make the fights that people want to see, and they make fights that aren't just easy fights. They don't really give a lot of like uh, tune-up fights, as they're called in boxing. Mm-hmm. They give you fights that are clear stepping stones in your progression. They're yeah. never going to make you go backward for no reason. Well, do you think Paige Van Zandt winning this fight is a stepping stone? Well, no, she's coming off so. of a loss and a layoff. So she needs to reestablish herself. So you think that's And okay. how better to do that than against a game up-and-comer? Just kind of like Donald Cerrone, right? Donald Cerrone, is he technically on the same level as Alexander Hernandez? No. No, but what it does is it shows that he's here to contend in the division. Coming off of a layoff when he was out of welterweight, he yeah. had mixed success there. He had a lot of success, but then uh, a couple of setbacks. Now we get to see him uh, you know, back at 155. At and I think Paige again. Van Zant could have a similar thing happen with Ostevich. She could show, I'm here for the 125-pound belt, and I'm here, and I'm a threat. But then we have uh, Joseph Benavidez versus Dustin Ortiz. This is a rematch. Yeah. I remember watching the original matchup. Dustin Ortiz, really good technical guy, good wrestling. It's just that Benavidez swarms you, man. His He's technique so is good so all around. That's my thing. And, and he gas blends thing. the styles so well. He's one like... of the only guys I know that can actually gas someone out in flyweight. <clears throat> yeah. Where... I mean, other than Mighty Mouse, but he's gone now. So. Well, one of. One yeah. Of, yeah. Not, not, not the. Definitely not the. And uh, he actually had a very close fight with the, the, the champion fighting tonight, Henry Cejudo. Yeah. That it was threadbare split decision threadbare split decision in which Henry Cejudo won no but Henry Cejudo lost wait so just been he lost that fight yeah that's that's insane because I believe Henry Cejudo won that fight I'm not saying that maybe that I'm not making a factual claim there I'm saying I thought he won when I watched it a lot of people think that Henry Cejudo won that fight because he landed every significant strike in that fight I agree but, yeah, I'm really excited for Joseph Benavides to get back in there. And if he gets a win over Dustin Ortiz, this is kind of like um, the UFC letting him 
uh, be in a title eliminator fight if the flyweight division is to stay, which is contingent on Henry Cejudo winning tonight, which is insane. The, the UFC is actually having this like proxy war right now where if TJ Dillashaw wins the fight tonight, we will no longer have a 125 division. It's been hinted at a lot. He has never he's never actually come out and said that, but it's heavily implied from the pre press conferences and uh, all the pre fight footage and and uh, media. Yeah, it's pretty wild to be honest. Um, but if you, I mean, it sounds shitty because there are a lot of competitive fighters at flyweight. But if you look through the roster, there's not a whole lot going on there outside the top ten. Outside the top ten, yeah. Maybe even outside the top five as far as – and absolutely none of them – and as, as sad as it is to say, well, absolutely none of them are pay-per-view draws, which is what the UFC being owned by WME, that's all they care about right but now. But if we could start naming off good flyweight fighters, you know, let's go back and forth and see if we can name over ten. Couldn't. No, already, like, already no let's start. Let's start. Okay. Including Demetrius Johnson. Let's see if we can okay. get Okay. You go first. Oh, Sergio Pettis. Sergio Pettis. Henry Cejudo. Um, I don't know. Louis Smolka. Oh, Louis Smolka is a good Ray one. Borg. Ray Borg. John Moraga. Wilson Heiss. Wilson Heiss. Yeah. Um, Joseph Benavidez. Dustin mm. Ortiz. Oh, who's the other guy? Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> I, can't, I can't, especially on the spot, I can't think about it like that. But, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, and we know those guys, and we're, we can't even name ten. What did we get? We got to, like, seven or eight. And you're right. It's very indicative of the problem that the uh, the UFC is having oh, with Jose that division. Formiga. He's a good one. Jose Formiga is really good. But the, they're running into that problem right now. And Henry Sudo is saying to the UFC, give me a chance to show you that the flyweights can be a draw. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, we're 30 seconds into this fight. We didn't even announce that. Yeah, but Glover Teixeira comes out with uh, Carl Robertson. If you guys want to sync it up with us, uh, 415, 414, 413, 412. Glover going for the takedown. To be expected. Oh, oh, he's, oh out. He's, out. he's out. He's out. He's out. Those elbows. Those, oh. A lot of them to the back of the head. Some of those looked pretty illegal, if I'm being honest. Yeah, they did. They were started out legal, but then uh, Glover Quickly fell. Quickly became illegal. Glover fell. Yeah. Oh, man. That is punishing. Holy shit. Well, Glover, he's staying tight. So we see that often. Um, we had to share a shooting for a double leg against the cage. And he was reaching down for the foot of Robertson. And um, a lot you saw Conor McGregor do this in Cage Warriors. Oh, Robertson taking them out here, doing a lot of damage. Oh, Robertson just rolled, gave up mount. Uh, he's going right back to those elbows against the cage. Clover, though, trying to get a takedown here. Let's see what he can do. Incredible job by Teixeira. Wow, the hips of Robertson, though, huh? Yeah. Oh, and he gets Robertson down. Sure, just nailed the takedown right. Oh, to right to mount. Right to okay, mount. you're right. Robertson's jiu-jitsu does not look the best. I told you, I wasn't making it up. Maybe they taught him a kimura in the back that he could. Tim try. Elliott. Tim Elliott's another great flyweight. I can really name more flyweights. I just can't think of it on the spot like that. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like on the spot is how uh, that's the customary fans' knowledge. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's it's not. That's what I was just trying to illustrate with that. But wow, how about Clover Teixeira in mount now after almost getting knocked out cold up against the cage with those elbows is now he has Robertson clinging onto his body for dear life. I really like this for Glover. I really like this because Robertson's a big guy, strong guy, and th this is going to wear him out. 
You know, he has a lot of muscle, and that muscle's got to breathe, man. <clears throat> exhausted after this, for sure. Oh, Glover's working on a Camo- Americana. Yep. Oh, head and arm choke. Head and arm choke is there. Head and arm choke. He's, he's got it. He's, he's got, got it. He's got it. He's got plenty of time, too. Oh, he's too high up on the head. Lost it. Oh, so close for Glover, though. Robertson regains guard. Very good from Glover, though. He had it. He'll pass and work for it again. I guess uh, that was really smart how he set it up. Robertson's just sweating uh, too much there. Slipped out. Oh, what's up, uh, Jose? Hopping in the chat. We saw that you were in the chat uh, from yesterday's cast. That was awesome. You got on super late. Got it right back. This is uh, the UFC fight night. He's about. Oh, Robertson just tapped. What did I say, dude? Yep. Glover Teixeira gets a fucking win against Carl Robertson. Absolutely fantastic, huh? Uh, and it was almost your way, too. Carl Robertson almost got him out of there with the knockout. But holy shit. Glover's re- uh, submissions prove to be uh, a, a valid stopping point. How ridiculous of a stoppage was that? That was insane. I but love that. He you, overcame so much adversity. And how upset would you be if you're Robertson? You know? It's going to be a, a bitter, bitter a pill to swallow. swallow. Yeah. That you almost had him, had him out. Had him. Had him. But Glover's look, so... Look at this. Like I said, he's a wily veteran. Look, fell down there. He's almost out. Yeah, but if you look, those last four strikes... Are illegal. Super but illegal. we are watching UFC Fight Night. Dillashaw versus Cejudo. It's on ESPN+. Plus. This is the first card on ESPN. They just moved over. The prelims are actually on ESPN. They were really good fights. Yeah. But now we just saw the first fight of the main card. Glover Chair just took out Carl Robertson with a head and arm choke. Absolutely fantastic. Dude. After nearly getting stopped. What did I say, though? I told you, man. People are doubting Glover. They're, people are calling. I remember uh, on Joe Rogan's podcast with Brendan Chubb where they broke down this fight card. He said that Glover was long in the tooth. He is. And he is. But you, uh, you can't this count shows, him out, though. This shows he can take out a young guy yeah. with serious power and mm-hmm. athleticism. And I think that's amazing to see. Definitely. And this could be a jumping off point for him, you know? Because in the light heavyweight division, you only need two or three good well, sure. top ten yeah. fights mm-hmm. to catapult yourself to a title shot. We saw that with Volkan Uzdemir and Anthony Leinhardt-Smith. It's the, probably the thinnest division in the UFC right Other now. Other than heavyweight. Heavyweight. Like, worse you, than heavyweight. It's worse than heavyweight. You think so? Yeah, definitely. Well, it's just maybe I think that's because once you get to the top four or five the top of the four heavyweight, or five for heavyweights, they're all killers. Killers. And so. they just rotate losing to each exactly. other. <laughs> exactly. That's what happens. But in, in light heavyweight right now, it's pretty it's it's pretty scarce as far as competitive fighters goes. And that's just the nature of the beast right now. And now, after a dominant performance like that, after overcoming a lot of adversity, I think Glover's going to get some ranked opponents. And uh, we should see a comeback. I expect a title run from Glover after seeing that. Because if you can come back from getting rocked like that and land a submission, I mean, he's, he could be a contender for sure. He's done it before. And his boxing's, re- his boxing's clean, too. It's but, not like he got clipped on the feet. But I remember watching his fight with John Jones, man. Yeah, that was ugly. That was a rough one. Every fight, though. With John Jones, is, fight, an with John Jones is an ugly one. Every I mean, the guy fight. has not looked non-dominant ever. No, even against OSP, where he—I don't even think he—he he looked it was his that rustiest, bad. Yeah, he didn't even look that bad. I always claimed that he wasn't rusty, but that mm-hmm. OSP's awkward, and he had watched Difficult no to tape, deal with, yeah. and he watched no tape. He had OSP on a Short week's notice, notice, and OSP is one of the most athletic guys in the division, one of the most unorthodox. And he still completely shut him down. Yeah. And yeah. broke his forearm. With a kick after doing all that powerlifting. Definitely no steroids, though. 
Who? Oh, John Jones. John Jones. Some Pico Gramps. Yeah, a few during that powerlifting session, huh? Um, we have Enzo in the chat. Enzo, if you're looking for the fights, you can watch them on ESPN Plus. Yeah, it's their new streaming service. I think you can start a free trial though for free. Yeah, if you, you get, get a free trial. And watch you it. get seven days free where you can watch the fights. So I would do that. Oh, nice. Uh, thank you, Patty Espinoza in the chat. Appreciate you. Told us to keep it up. But yeah, uh, Glover Teixeira, man. I'm, I'm really happy for him. What a win. Because to get back in the W column, because it's so, it must be so grating for older fighters Damn. to look at their Twitter nonstop, and it's like, when is he going to stop? How old is he? Because Lo- he looks like everybody's grandpa. He <laughs> looks old. No, but, but when you have no one on social media telling you to keep going... You have all these people like, oh, when is he going to retire? 39. Oh, doesn't have a lot left. Uh, can he make another run? Probably not. To, and to get a win and shut those guys up, albeit maybe for a month, but to shut them up is going to be really nice. I'm, I'm happy about that. But then to keep breaking down the card. So excited for this next fight. Later on, we have Gregor Gillespie versus uh, Yancey Medeiros, which is amazing. But first, let me read this. Coming in the chat. I really like Gregor in that fight. Gregor is one of the most interesting fighters, in my opinion. That has Fight of the Night written all over it. Oh, yeah, Jose. I, we were talking, when we were watching the prelims in the studio, we were talking about how Alexander Hernandez was so disrespectful to Cowboy. I fucking hate it. And I get it if fighters don't want to over-respect their opponent. They don't want to show them all the respect in the world. I get that. But to make all these fucking character attacks and just completely beat down one of the fan favorites of the sport. It's not even silly stuff like Conor McGregor, someone who's actually good at shit talking. And they clown you. And they make you feel silly. This was just poking at um, a man who's widely respected in the community. Yeah, it didn't even make sense. It's like, hey, do you hate fans, bro? And to see Cowboy get that win was amazing. That and no, like obviously he's very talented and skilled, Alex Hernandez. But it, have you heard about him before? It was announced that he would be fighting You'll, Cowboy. After we were talking about it, we the only person we, the I only time fight, we heard about him was when he knocked out Benil Dariush. I saw him knock out Benil Dariush, and then I went back and watched watched him fight Olivier Alba Mercier. And that was a fantastic fight as well. And that's what made me a little fearful for Cowboy. But to see the way he was treating him and telling him that he was going to make him go back to the stables and all this silly yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm going to send your geriatric Geri- back to the, the, the hills of like Colorado. Like That's just – that's tasteless, cl- man. Yeah, it was very classless. And But I'm happy, so happy that Cerny won that fight. I'm so happy. Because it too. shut that guy. And you know what? I think it's actually great for Hernandez. Well, that was fucking adorable. Paige Van Zandt warming up with her husband, relationship goals. But you know, dude, I think it's amazing for Hernandez. Yeah. Because now he gets to grow, he gets to learn. Because I get it, when you're an undefeated fighter, especially when you're young, you think you're invincible. You think you are the next best thing, you think you're amazing. And you need some of that when you're a fighter, but you also need that that twist of humility. And awareness of where you are in your career. Or just respect for the people who paved the way. I mean, you can't be disrespectful to Cowboy. Well, no, he said he did respect what Cowboy had done. But I'm saying you need... You the, wouldn't know it. You need the presence of mind to not... To have that humility to say, like, you know what? Although I don't respect him as when I'm going to be his opponent in the cage, I need to know that when I'm outside the cage that I pay the proper respect. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. For sure. 100%. I agree. But then Gregor Gillespie versus Yancey Medeiros. Holy shit. That's going to be fireworks. That is going to be Yancey Medeiros can knock out anyone in the world with his hands. For sure. Man. With that being said, I like Gregor. Well, Gregor, I mean, this guy his wrestling is, the, is so dominant. He is the poster boy for athleticism mm-hmm. and the ability to just grind, grind. in the octagon. Absolutely. 
we've seen him. His wrestling is so dominant, and his cardio is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: we have not seen him dominate someone in the stand-up that is of a high caliber. You know, we've seen him uh, beat those people who have a high caliber stand-up, but you want to know what he does? He goes right for the takedown and grinds them out. So does Khabib. The question is, the question is though, if Yancey can keep it standing, how will Gregor fare? Yeah, exactly. But I I still like Gregor in that fight because now it's up to Yancey to actively stop the takedown. That's that's a good point. And and if Gregor is able to land it, which I'm sure he will be given his wrestling background, he's going to be in a lot of trouble. And then we have... I th- I'm pretty sure Gregor is the massive betting favorite. Too. Yeah, I would take Gregor in this fight. Yeah. Don't, give it, don't get it twisted. I'm just saying that it's interesting to me yeah. to see him take on someone as like finish-oriented as Yancey Medeiros. Not to mention Yancey's extremely dynamic. And if Yancey gets you hurt, he can lock up a submission so, so quickly. quickly. Yeah. How many times have we seen him club a guy with the wahane hands, like the, those Hawaiian yeah. hooks, and then just choke him out mm-hmm. real quick? Yeah, yeah. No one told. Uh, uh, no one told Alex that the stepping stone could hit back. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I like that. I like that. No one said the stepping stone's gonna kick you right in the fucking head. Yeah, right. And Daniel Cormier, what a fucking great analyst, right? Called it from the beginning of the fight. Said the high kick is there. What? That Alex is not seeing it, and then he can take him down. But then we have the fight that seems the most out of place with where it's put on the card. Greg Hardy versus Alan Crowder. Both guys on Dana White's Contender Series. Obviously, everyone knows who Greg Hardy is. What with all the controversy surrounding him. Infamous slash famous ex-NFL player for the Carolina Panthers and the Cowboys. Very controversial pass with stuff that went on at home. He's fighting Alan Crowder, who was also on Dana White's Contender Series. Fought through adversity in his fight and won. This fight is the least interesting to me on the card, but that's just because the card is really care. good. I don't care. I don't care. Because I don't think Alan Crowder plays to Greg Hardy's disadvantages, which are grappling and very technical stand-up. The UFC is just trying to feed Greg Hardy a bunch of cans right now. I don't think... Yeah, well... Clearly, I, I don't think not, Alan Not to Car- disrespect yeah, Alan say. Crowder because he is by far the most Way better fighter that Greg Hardy has faced. And I think he's way better than the guys Greg Hardy has faced in the uh, uh, developmental leagues. Yeah, definitely. Because we were watching his de- developmental fights where he was fighting these guys you could tell were not very experienced in their training. But it just feels so out of place because Alan Crowder can't have more than 400 Twitter followers and now he's the co-main event. or the On the first ESPN card. On the first card. ESPN card. It just makes no sense. And he jumps over uh, Joseph Benavidez who's been in the UFC for a decade. It makes no sense. Uh, but I'm happy. Oh, or Gregor Gillespie. I think he's one of the one of the young prospects. Other than Sugar or Sean pa- O'Malley, I'd rather see Paige Van Zandt up there. Other than Sugar Sean O'Malley, I think Gregor Gillespie is probably the biggest prospect in MMA right now. Yeah, but even if you're going based off of draw power, doesn't Paige Van Zandt have like two million Twitter followers or something? Oh yeah, that's that Dancing with the Stars following. Yeah, I mean it just makes no sense. And to put, I mean we've covered this on a MMA submission already, but Rachel Ostovich is a recent victim of domestic abuse. Oh. uh... Uh, Patty, Greg Hardy is a, um, he was an ex-NFL defensive lineman. He, he was a star defensive end for the Panthers. And then the Cowboys. And then the Cowboys. And he had a very controversial domestic assault a case where it settled out of court. And he left the NFL and he went uh, into MMA. And I believe he trains at uh, American Top Team. 
I'm not sure. I believe so. I believe he trains it out of American Top Team. He has extremely lofty goals, though. And he, he has amazing power. We've seen that from his fights. Yeah, if he touches people, they go to sleep. And he's clearly athletic. He's a very dynamic fighter. Uh, with, what with his NFL background and all, there are not a lot of athletes in the UFC who are able to compete at that level athletically in other sports. So it's really interesting to see how he's performing. And, you know, to that point, I think John Jones is one of the few athletes we've seen in the UFC who seems like he could have done well in other professional sports. In other sports, for sure. Because I really think that if John Jones had placed that same emphasis on football, football. say, I think he would have ended up in the NFL just I mean, like his look at two the brothers. Jeans. I was going to say, look at the jeans. Just like his two brothers. And Chandler you saw, Jones right now killing it with he, the Arizona Cardinals. He's doing phenomenally well. And then you saw what he was able to, to achieve in MMA. So And Greg Hardy's an absolute beast. Exactly. That, not taking anything away from there, but there's such a technique gap that he needs to traverse, mm-hmm. and he's already 31, yeah. which for heavyweights, it's... He could have another 11 years. Say, he could have another 11 years as a heavyweight, especially with the athletics he has. But his goals are what surprised me the most. They're very lofty. He wants to be the best heavyweight fighter of all time. Not a, not even so the UFC he, champion. So he wants to become the UFC heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. He f- wants to be in title talks by the end of this year. Yeah. That's what he said to the media. He wants to be known as the number one contender by the end of this year. And o- over all time, he wants to win the UFC belt and then go over to boxing and become the heavyweight boxing champion. Which is just insane. And it's defend insane. all titles at uh, simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And be the best heavyweight fighter of all time. Very lofty goals. Very, and I like people who shoot for the the moon. And if you miss, you still land in the stars. I think that he could develop into a real talent. But I'm excited to what we get to, to see that, of him tonight. To, to say that about boxing, though, is even more ludicrous because those athletes, those are scalpel precision. Do you know what I mean? You have honed one aspect of fighting to the point where it's a science, man. It's, it, it's, really it really is. is. And MMA, there's so many ways to lose. Whereas boxing, there's it's so refined. Exactly, the, it, the technique is so good that you've seen we've seen guys who are heavily trained boxers mm-hmm. get in there with really athletic dudes like D one football prospects, and guess what? The athlete can't touch him. Well, can't touch him. I mean, him. in MMA, the athlete might come out on top, but you see in boxing, with the limited rule set, it's not even close. The, not even. the better boxer will win nine times out of ten. Technique is. So emphasized. Whereas in MMA, it comes down to a lot of stuff. How's your grappling? Mm-hmm. And your techniques can vary amongst different disciplines. And whereas you have a guy like Khabib where his grappling's at an 11. Yeah. You know, out of 10. But his striking is like an 8 or a 7 out of 10. And he's one of the best fighters in the world. Yeah. And he's not the best striker. Think about that. That's amazing. And that's what that's what's different about our sport. That's why I think Greg Hardy has a better chance in MMA. Definitely. Because he, there are more ways you, to lose. It's Especially less technique based. in the heavyweight division. Because he brings speed and power, and a lot yeah. of what heavyweights don't have is speed. Yeah. And we know that. They have a ton of power. And the ro- natural raw athleticism like that. Uh, of course, of course. And like you said, it's one of the first times, save for John Jones and Daniel Cormier, I perhaps. think. Uh, Daniel Cormier, perhaps, where I think you see a guy with that next-level athletics. Yeah, definitely. Paige Vincent making her way to the octagon. And the only way, the reason I say that about Daniel Cormier, it's not that Daniel Cormier is as explosive as an NFL athlete, but I think he's stronger. His grappling strength is, it's something of like fucking fable, dude. When you watch him toss Josh Barnett, Mm -hmm. who do you know who can high crotch toss Barnett? Josh Barnett? Josh Barnett. Yeah. It's, It's absolutely phenomenal, man. 
Uh, but then you have Paige Van Zandt coming out. I'm really excited for this one. We'll see what can happen. I'm shocked that the UFC did not snatch up her husband, Austin Vanderford, when he won on Dana White's contender I'm series. I'm shocked. Bellator signed him. I think it was a smart decision. Yeah, I- I'm happy for Bellator that they got him. He's a really good young prospect. He's still developing, though. Yeah. And I think that Bellator's the perfect place for him right now. I agree. Because they can feed him those guys who are in the big show but are not UFC caliber. And that's the nice thing about Bellator. The more competitive you get and the more you climb, the rankings there, you can actually begin to make some real money. Oh, nice. yeah. Oh, yeah. You have guys like Saul Rogers. Uh, he was on the, the UFC, um, uh, the, the Ultimate Fighter, right? And he didn't make it into the UFC, but now he's had a very good career in Bellator, mm-hmm. making money doing that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But And, you know, now we're seeing Bellator. They're trying to get talent, especially in the top five, that yeah. is comparable to the UFC. Mm-hmm. I think Bellator just needs to establish that depth, as we've said before. Because I mean, once you get out past the top five, it gets a little squirrely. It does indeed. It does indeed. But they're doing have... they're doing uh, a really good job forming these um, tournaments that are becoming extremely popular. Yes. So that's that's a good the thing. Grand Prix. The Grand Prix, which we are super excited for the finale of that. Yeah. Where Ryan Bader's going to fight Fedor Emelianenko. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And if Fedor becomes the heavyweight champion of Bellator this late in the game... And then retires? Well, he's the great, he'd be the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. For I sure. mean, if not, he like there's still people who make the discussion, uh, make the point is. that he already is. Yeah. He very well... S- we're disregarding all this yeah. stuff. And that's, that's a good point. Like, that's an actual... You can make a case for that. But now imagine if he, if he wins this Grand Prix. That'd be amazing. But he has his hands full in Ryan Bader, man. Ryan Bader is so fucking good. I definitely like Ryan Bader. And I think he's up. gotten better at heavyweight than he was at 205. Definitely. Because, you know, at 205, Not depleted. He, at 205 he struggled with guys who had a ton of power because he was depleting himself. And then uh, if you're a little sluggish, you get touched by one of those guys at 205 like he did with Anthony Rumble Johnson. It's game over, baby. Absolutely. But now we have uh, the hottest women in MMA fighting each other. Rachel, Rachel Ostevich <laughs> versus uh, Paige Van Zandt. Kevin McDonald's going to kick it off. We'll give you guys the countdown so you can sync up watching with us and enjoy it. Shout out to the ring card girls. I What's know. Up? Which one is that? The closest to the camera? Uh, I don't remember her name. Maybe Ariane? No, it wasn't Ariane. Ariane. Uh, round one. Underway. 456, 55, 54, 53, 52. Paige Van Zandt. Ex- Whoa, Paige Van Zandt already looking for the throw. violent right away. Rachel Ostovich, though. Pressing Paige Van Zandt against the cage immediately. Oh, Paige Van Zandt. She's been working a lot on her. Oh, my God. That trip was really good. Fantastic trip. Great recovery. Oh. Oh. Rachel Ostovich with the takedown. Right in a half guard. Paige Van Zandt, I know, has been working a lot on her strength conditioning with the famed coach, DeRolk. He he does a lot of um, body movement-based exercises. That's phenomenal shoulder pressure from Ostovich. She might pass. Wow. But let's see. I, I think Paige looks a lot stronger at this weight class already, but Ostovich is grappling. You can just tell she's she's so fluid on the ground. She's holding her there. Wow. That's that's a lot of shoulder pressure. She might she might pass here. Oh yeah, and she's dude, look at the Oh, oh man, wow. Paige Van Zandt with the flexibility. Guard. With the flexibility. Great Absolutely forward amazing pressure. Amazing shrimping out. That was really good. Now let's see if she can get up. Paige Van Zandt's been here before, though. She's she's very, very good off her back. And you know me, I am of the Askren school of give up your back and get the fuck up. 
depending on your opponent. And I think I've, in this situation, well, yeah, if you're, if you're, well, of course, if you're fighting Damian Maya, maybe don't give your backup. Yeah, because he won't let this, you have it back. In this situation, maybe that would be the best thing to do. I really think it is. It'd be tough to do that though, because Rachel Ostovich is putting so much forward pressure on Paige Van Zandt right now. It'd be difficult. Um, how do we feel about Greg Hardy being on the card with uh, Rachel Ostovich? Uh, the thing is, Rachel uh, Greg Hardy was on the card before her. Uh, obviously, it's not the best look. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Huge right hand from Ostovich right into a takedown. It's a oh side control God. this time. Crucifix, mounted crucifix, punches from Ostovich. Holy shit. Who saw this coming? Rachel Ostovich. Not me. Jesus Christ. Fishing for a guillotine. She is fishing for a guillotine right now. She is. I don't know if she has it, though. Definitely not oh. going to do it from here. Oh, I don't know what she's working for. Maybe she's looking to pass. She's not going to get that guillotine in half guard. I think she's looking to pass. Yeah, she is. Look at how high up her knee is. Look at that flexibility. Jesus. But Paige Van Zandt has a lockdown, so that's not going to work. Yeah, it's not, she has to get that leg out. But still, man. I mean, I am that's impressed. really difficult to do. I am very do. impressed. But yet, to comment on Rachel Ostovich being on the card, it is true that Greg Hardy was on the card first, but I do think it's rather classless on the part of the UFC. But Ostovich just said she doesn't care. She, she said, said she doesn't care. She wants to move past what happened with her, her and this, her husband, and she wanted to fight no matter definitely, what. Definitely. Definitely. I understand respecting her wishes, but the UFC still should have moved Greg's fight. Uh, he's an up-and-coming fighter. He hasn't even made a name for himself, especially not in the UFC. Oh, my God. She's oh, cinching this. She's cranking she's her neck. She's cinching this guillotine. She's cranking her neck, but I don't think, yeah, I don't think she Paige Van Zandt it. would go out. So if Paige Van Zandt were to tap on it would just be a crank. It would just be a oh, crank. Oh, you can tell that. That was a painful Very crank. painful here. Very painful. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. I, I tapped She her. could finish it from here. She could finish it from here. Oh. She just needs to get her hips squared up. Let me tell you, though, man. I tapped to cranks. Oh, me too, buddy. All the time. Me too, buddy. I, I think to myself, hey, man, I'm not going to let you snap my neck. That, that's, that's troublesome. I think if Paige Van Zandt is able to hang in there, though, she won't go unconscious. Ostovich might gas out her arms if she keeps squeezing, man. Oh, Paige Van Zandt broke the hands apart. Great job from Great Paige Van job. Zandt. And now wow. we have to worry. Did Ostovich t- uh, burn out those arms? We've that sweep that. is there if Paige Van Zandt were to duck her hands under. But Rachel Ostovich is doing a good job with the crossface. How many times, though, have we seen people burn out their arms going for chokes, though? It happens all the time. Look at Ty- well, Tyron Woodley squeezed the shit out of uh, Wonder Boy, so... That was a problem that they faced. Mm-hmm. Wow, Paige wow, Van attacking, attacking the leg. Ooh, but Ostovich gets a good... Still oh, there. wait, she's going... The Ashigarami. <laughs> Why ignore 50% of the body? Oh, my God, she's fucking throwing in hooks, bro! Oh, the jiu-jitsu! Wait a second. She's not giving up this Ashigarami. Oh, my oh, God! Deep. She that's needs to control deep. the knee line. She that needs is to control deep. the knee. She needs to control oh the knee Oh, my God, better. that's deep. She needs to control the knee. It's too far down now. It's too it's far, too far down. down. It's too far down. Page is too far down. Yeah, it's too far down. She's out. She's out. Holy shit, though, bro. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, Ostovich. Look at the the grappling in this fight is amazing. It won't work, though. Page has that no. overhook. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Rachel Ostovich she muscled is strong her over, man. as fuck. Oh, she's giving up her back here, like you said. And it's oh, working out. I told you, man. The Askren school. Oh, armbar attempt. It's, sure, it's, it's loose. Yeah, loose. it's loose. Oh. My God. Interesting angle. Ostovich is super hot, guys. 
Guys, it's distracting. <laughs> All right, I, I'm a professional. You know me. I'm a consummate Guys. professional. But she was distractingly hot in that it's fight. It's super hard. And it's super hard to not comment on That's it. That's what she said. But hashtag respect women. We're not going to Respect all women. You know, let's be professionals about this. She's fighting right now. This is her job. And yeah, she's really good at it. I'll say it right after, though. She's fucking hot. Yeah, it's tough. But wow, man. Her strength, though, was what was shocking Super to me. Super impressive that she's able to do this to Paige Van Zandt. I but think Paige Van Zandt is really up to her grappling It goes game. without saying. Fuck. It goes without saying that that was a round for Ostovich. Yeah, definitely. The, the top pressure is... For sure. Dominant. Dominant first round for Ostovich. But Paige Van Zandt, I liked what I saw from her attacking the legs. She seemed very I mean, present. she's never the done only... something like that before, man, where she no. just was throwing in one after another. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, I, I, I would have liked to have seen her use it to get up rather than uh, continuously attacking the legs over and over again. And she's talked about how it's been recovering from her injury, the broken arm. Paige Van Zandt looks fucking going pissed. Through, going through multiple surgeries. She's just wanted to shut up the haters so much and get back in there and show that she can recover. She will get back in the W column and she will reestablish herself. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Hell yeah, yes sir. Oh, Paige will finish this next round. Okay, that's a, that's a prediction. I like that. I like seeing that. It's entirely possible. I knew she was going to start slowly. I just didn't expect Ostovich to be that dominant out front. Oh! That's a great right hook from Ostovich, though. Good Superman attempt for Paige, though. Just missed. It did just miss. Rachel did not. Oh, Another right Rachel hand stepping in right, right to a takedown. To a takedown. That's nice. Guys. That is really nice. Paige, Paige though, setting up a triangle. Setting up triangle. Her jiu-jitsu guard looks good. Setting up a triangle. Oh, Ostovich. Oh, Ostovich, oh, passes. Ostovich passes to side. Paige the gives back. up her back. Oh, my God. The grappling Oops, in this fight. Too high up. Oh, she fell over like Rugrats, bro. Oh, Paige Van Zandt's not making the same mistake. Attacking oh, the back. Oh, my God. She's attacking. She's attacking. Ostovich, though, looking to turn. Paige Van Zandt's rotate. Oh, still oh, taking the back. Oh, shit. Ostovich is flattened out. Ostovich, Ostovich is flattened, is flattened out. out. Paige has her back. Almost took them out. I like, like what oh. Ostovich is doing, though. She's trying to reverse it. A Paige smartly. Oh. Switch to the arm. Oh, nope. she's high up. She's high on the ride. Stand up, Ostovich. Oh my god. Oh, the grappling is I don't know absolutely who predicted insane that, but, in this fight. But Paige very well could finish. She very well could finish here. Ostovich kind of twirling up. She needs to get out of there. This is not where she wants to be at all. Oh too my god. Up. Switch to the arm. Switch to the arm. She's going for an arm bar. Switch to the arm. Oh, she tapped. Oh, she tapped. Rachel tapped. Rachel tapped. Holy shit, Jose. What a prediction. Wow. Paige Van Zandt finishes the fight. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody wow. saw that coming. I, I, the armbar was Absolutely there, though. Absolutely fucking outstanding. The armbar was there in transition. Paige Van Zandt's jiu-jitsu has leveled up. Ostovich is fucking heartbroken. She was winning that fight. Wow, wow, wow. Just a bad, a bad scramble. A bad scramble. Put led her to, in a bad yep. position, and Paige Van Zandt locks up the armbar. It's over. Wow. Wow. What a performance from Van Zandt. Look at the pressure on that arm. Ooh, yeah. Tapped immediately. That's a good tap, though, dude. Did you see the pressure on yeah. that? It was there. Whoa. It was there for sure. Yeah, Jose, you called it, man. Jesus. Poor Rachel. She's just been through so much. Fuck, man. And to get a loss, man, I feel for her. I really do. I feel terrible. Happy Paige Van Zandt one, though. Like I said, she's really she really wanted to get back in the wind column. 
Yeah. She'd not she'd not want uh having exciting fights up until she fought good talent to be her legacy. Mm. And you know how much like yeah, Dancing with the Stars helped her career a lot, but it also hurt her legitimacy as a fighter. So what do you think? A lot of people have called her like you're a Barbie, you're not a real fighter, and that's complete bullshit. It is bullshit, definitely. And I'm happy she shut them up today. I am too. I am too. So what do you think is in store for Ostovich now? What with a losing record and everything? I mean, clearly she's not going to get cut because she's, she's so marketable, cal- and she she's in that caliber. Yeah, know? and she's still in the, in, in the she's still UFC caliber. So I don't think she gets cut, but she's going to need uh, she's going to fight a newcomer. She's going to have to fight a newcomer to, to the division, and she's going to need get a convincing win. win. I hope they put her up against uh, someone who's developing and getting to the UFC, and that'll be a good matchup to see. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, though. But, wow, ESPN Plus, I kind of like their graphics packages. They're doing a good job. It feels like a tra- like a smooth transition from Fox to them, which is what I wanted. It does feel smooth. They're doing a very good job. Plus, they kept the best things consistent. I was telling him I was so fucking happy to see Michael Bisbing at the analyst desk because I was so worried they were just going to yeah. fill in. They hired him a little while back. Yeah, I, I was happy that because mm-hmm. of that because if they had just filled that analyst desk with like fucking wow. Skip Bayless types who didn't know anything about the sport, Paige is so emotional. That's good. It would have been ups- that's awesome. It would have been upsetting for Congrats, sure. Congrats, man. That's phenomenal. That's that's awesome. Yeah, you can she's been through so much too, breaking her arm and then it multiple not healing surgeries, properly, man. It, it not healing properly, and then having to go through another surgery, recover from that. And she talked about what Dominic Cruz talks about. And uh, the mental aspect of an injury. So when something as critical as your arm is out of commission, and then you have to feel you smash with that arm. Yeah. You know that's a what, what was it? Her left arm? I think it was her left because she threw a yeah, spinning yeah. back fist. It was a spinning back fist. So yeah, she talked about like how she's constantly she was smashing that in practice before the break and after the break. It was hard to trust it. Definitely. And Dominic Cruz talked about that with his knees, where I he couldn't imagine he was worried to you know chuck and jive because he didn't trust it. You can't trust that. I mean, my thing is it's it's something to break a bone because then, like, you can understand, okay, bones heal back stronger and you, and you can and comprehend you that and you can that. feel it. And you can feel good about that. But to tear your ACL, which is something that seems so nebulous to the average person, they don't fully understand what's going on there. But it's critical there, to performance. And it's critical to performance and movement. Like, how can you kick a bag and just – be fully confident that it won't tear again. Especially when you hear these horror stories of guys who get like the cadaver surgery done <sighs> and then kick a bag and they feel a pop. Pop. Or they sprawl and it pops. And then you know six to eight months. Oh my God. As soon as you feel it. And they say once you have your first ACL pop, you don't know that first time. But after that, you recognize like, oh shit. I'm, I know a lot of people, it's happened to them and they're like, some. I don't know exactly what happened, obviously, because I've never felt anything like this before. But something is clearly wrong. Oh, yeah, Daniel coming in with the knowledge. Yeah, Paige Van Zandt had that crazy, like, flying kick knockout of Beck Rawlings. Mm-hmm. You know, where she went low high. Yeah. She said she was training a lot of traditional martial arts, and she hit that shit, and that was That was ridiculous amazing. to see. And the funny, th- funniest thing about that was the, the uh, commentators that were employed by the UFC during that fight were telling her, uh, not telling her personally, obviously, but they were commenting on it and saying that she should get away from that. And that she needs to stick to a more traditional game, and then the next thing you know, she. I not- think it was Dan Hardy, right? I, I don't. I don't recall I which person indiv- individually said that, but I thought it was the funniest thing. They were like, "Oh, she really needs to get back to a traditional uh, fighting style here, play it to her strong suit," and then she landed that knockout, which was miraculous. 
absolutely fantastic, man. She didn't even land with the shin. She li- literally fucking foot slap to the face, knockout. Now coming up, they're they're showing a promo now for the uh, Israel Adesanya Anderson Silva fight, which is so fucking interesting. Yeah, I think a very dangerous fight for Anderson. Yeah, super dangerous. You're gonna take a guy like Adesanya, a young guy. In he's he's not even in his prime yet. He's no, entering he's his prime. He's not in his prime yet. He's training for his prime. The reaction levels he's shown has just been amazing. His performance against Brunson was ridiculous. He literally looks like John Jones and Anderson Silva, sixty nine and had a child. That's how you make a baby. I think so, right? That's what I read in textbooks. But we have Israel Adesanya, and then Anderson Silva, you know, he's said multiple times that he doesn't feel like he's done with the sport. He thinks he can have fun fights to to sh- give back to the fans. Mm-hmm. He said he knows he's not in title contention, but he wants to show them that he's not done. He's not dead. He can do this. I'm really looking forward to it. I, I, I think Israel's going to knock him out. Yep. I agree. I agree. Because so. Israel has been really fast. I, I personally don't want to see Anderson continue to do this. Especially with a legacy like he has, it's like, why? Why? You have a great gym in Brazil, I'm sure. Why Why continue? Yeah, we have Edgar in the comments saying that the ESPN Plus app is crashing because so many people are logged on to it. And I think that that does happen a lot, especially when you're on phone apps. Luckily, it hasn't happened to us yet. I know phone apps are really squirrely, and you know they got to work out the kinks for sure. For sure. It's tough. But, you know, it's still better than fucking a lot of other streaming services when they're getting off the ground, which which is good. If it was if it was worse than some of the terrible launches we've seen of streaming services, I would be pretty mad. But, yeah, next up we have Justin uh, Joseph Benavides versus Dustin Ortiz. Uh, that, that's going to be a good fight. Now. Very good. I'm sure Megan Olivia is very excited. Oh, but here's what I wanted to say about Israel Adesanya. It's not just that Adesanya is fast and has good technique. It's his way he, he reads fights. Yeah. And that's, that, a very high fight that's IQ. that next level of fighting that you need to, to breach the top three of any division. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to look at a situation. Oh, what is he doing? Oh, what ha- what does he do when I jab? Kind of like Roy Jones Jr., how he would just like make little movements and would see what you would do. Yeah, absolutely. And that's how he would make – during the fight, he would make his game plan against you. Make so, reads like that? Ooh, I see he's doing this when I jab. I can set up this with that. You know? And that's going to be really interesting to see. Second last flyweight fight ever. Uh, <laughs> Very well could be. Very well could Very be. Very well could be. We were talking about that earlier, how this fight is for the fate, uh, the Suda versus Dillashaw fight is for the fate of the flyweight division. Even then, Dana White has said, even if Henry Suda wins, he still might get rid of the division. So we don't know. We have no it, idea. It, it looks like the executioner's coming out and sharpening his axe, eyeing the 125 division, but... I really don't know what's going to happen with that. It's going to be really interesting to see. Yeah, and and Mason was right earlier, man. The, the amount of draws in the flyer division, it's tragic because they have the best technique out of any division. There are just not that many draws. Oh, my God. Stop calling you Daniel. You're right, David. Sorry, the, the screen is far away, so I'm having to eyeball it. And I do not have eagle eyes. But what have you been calling him? I called him Daniel, and it's David. Not even close, huh? Not even close, dude. Way to go, man. As blind as a bat. I would read it, but it is all too far I was going to say, away. for you, it'd be impossible. For me, I'm like <sighs> straining, locked in. But um, yeah, man, Justin Benavides, I think he's going to take this fight. I don't see, I haven't seen improvement in Dustin Ortiz's fight to the level that he could. He could I just don't see a path to victory. 
Funny you mentioned crashing because it just crashed. Oh, my God. Our ESPN Plus just crashed. What? Well, I want a refund. You've got to be joshing me, dude. What? See, this is part of the fucking problem with this model. <laughs> it just, it's bullshit, dude. Yeah, the fact that they make you go to an online streaming service. It's just so silly, doesn't it? At least at least with Fox, you, you would, would just go to FS1. Yeah, and you would think that they would put, I don't know, maybe some additional fights or fights that aren't as important on Plus and then put the big, the big draws and the main event, the main card on the actual ESPN network. Because I guarantee you more people are going to have seen the cowboy fight than this ESPN Plus shit. Mother of God. How have our picks gone so far, Edgar? Uh, I actually I didn't put either foot down on Glover to share Carl, Carl Robertson. What did I say? I think I said Carl. You said Carl Robertson via knockout. I was wrong. We both picked Paige Van Zandt. Picked Paige Van Zandt to win. And she won. So I would say that he's one and one, and I'm, I'm one and one. I guess I'm one and one as you well. You are because I didn't put a foot down either fucking, way. That's a bitch thing to do. Um, yeah, I know it's a bitch thing to do, but I, I that fight literally was a question mark. So I'm you. one and one. I have Joseph Benavidez winning this next fight. We'll yeah. see. I think we can run through in hyperspeed our picks for the rest of the card. I have Joseph Benavidez, Gregor Gillespie, Greg Hardy. Fuck that that last fight. I want to say, my heart's telling me Henry Cejudo, but I want to say Dillashaw. I agree. I have, we literally have the same identical picks from here on out. Really? You, do you feel like your heart's telling you Cejudo, but you want no. Dillashaw? I think, um, <sighs> dude, what a honey dicking. If this fight does not come back up. I think that if, if Cejudo can get the fight to the ground, we'll know, we'll know quickly if Cejudo is going to uh, have a good performance. That's all I'm going to say. If, if Dillashaw has, an increasing amount of difficulty getting off of the canvas, then, well, fuck, dude. They it's going to be, be a long, long night. night. And you saw he held down Demetrius Johnson for two out of the five rounds, you yeah. know? Yeah. And Ended that's up winning a split decision. Hey, I just, I'm just so upset that we, you pay for ESPN Plus. And they fucking suck. And it's just not working at all. We could probably. Is there an argument for a refund here? No, no, no. no it's you fine. don't think so? Well, now we're we have an MMA podcast, so we're gonna have to use it regardless. You know, because if you look at the ESPN list of fights, so many fight, important fights are on the ESPN Plus now. It's just some bullshit. But the feed appears to be back for now. Hopefully, and we can watch Dustin Ortiz versus Joseph Benavidez. We'll see if it stays up. You never Cerrone know. fight happened already. Yes, David. Yes, it did. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we had um, Cerrone winning over Alex the Great, which was amazing. I Super felt happy. Really good about that. We're big Cerrone fans. We make it known that we're we're Cerrone shills of the highest regard. So you really can't take our word on any Cerrone picks. But it was really great. Um, Duke Rufus talks a lot about the dialogue of fighting, right? When someone strikes at you. How you respond to that is so important. And Cerrone responded to Alex the Great strike so well. When Alex the Great would come in, or Alexander Hernandez would come in, the way he'd respond was fantastic. And the way he, like, it, it was just so perfect, man. It was, I was so more, great to see I was him more impressed that. with the way he was able to apply pressure, yet not get overzealous. The patience. His, he was so patient, and I think that's why he was able to, to finish Alex like he did. We have a bold prediction in the chat. Cejudo in the third round. Via 
Via what? How would how would submission Cerdo, or? I think it would definitely be a TKO. I don't think really. You, would submit. you never I don't know. Think you would submit. Maybe. Who you knows? Never know. And here's the thing: there are a lot of question marks around that fight. That's why it's hard a hard fight to call. I don't envy any betting lines or analysts who have to break that down. Because, it's troublesome. We've never seen TJ Dillashaw, Dillashaw at one twenty-five, and, and there's yeah, a very real possibility he could be completely withdrawn. And. The thing is, you need to be so strong to fight off Henry Cejudo's takedowns. Mm. The level of wrestling that he has, it's hard to comprehend. Absolutely. Because... Literally a gold medal If you think about the fights that uh, DJ, Demetrius Johnson, his title defenses before that, guess how he won? Mainly using his wrestling Mm -hmm. to get to a dominance crucifix position. That's how he won so many of his title defenses. Tim Elliott, uh, Wilson Heiss. uh, That was one of his favorite positions. And you saw against Cejudo, Cejudo took that away. Sudo had way better wrestling than yeah. Demetrius Johnson. And Demetrius Johnson was doing crazy stuff. Well, I think Staying it goes without saying that Cejudo will have a wrestling advantage in every single fight. Absolutely. And I'm just trying to illustrate like how crazy that level of yeah, grappling is. The gap is astronomical. But and and the thing that further makes a case for Cejudo is that he's a gigantic flyweight already. He's said before that he's been eyeing moving up to 135 for a long time. I think he's missed weight twice at flyweight, if I'm not mistaken. In so, the pa- yeah, in the past, so he's a, he's a bigger flyweight as is. Ever since he got in like the realm of the top five, he has not had no problems. Just he's not like a Kelvin Gastelum like serial weight misser. No, no, no. But um, I'm then we saying, have I'm a, illustrating the point that he's we have already a, big for the division. We have a question in the chat: Has Platinum Mike Perry peaked? No, no, I don't think so either. I think that he's. You look at Mike Perry's record, right? He fought guys with not top-tier talent, and then he transitioned to fighting guys with top-tier talent. It's going to be important to see how he responds in his next and fight. And how though. he develops. Yeah. I want to see how his skills develop. I don't think by any means he's done or is he, he's peaked, but I think that we need to see how he responds to pl- fighting those top-tier guys, getting some losses, and improving upon his skills. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to see out of Mike Perry. Because we all know he's power, he has athleticism, and he has good striking. But he's starting to develop into a f- full, well-rounded fighter. We saw that in the in the um, um, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name, the Irish Dragon, Paul, Paul Felder. Felder. We saw that in the Paul Felder fight, uh, where he started to round out. He started yeah. getting takedowns, making more mature decisions. Yeah. And how badass Cerrone, was Paul Felder for taking that fight, though? Oh my god, what a fucking monster! A, pl- a fight with Platinum Mike Perry on sh- such short notice at 170, at 170. when you're a 55er. Absolutely insane. Yeah, he's definitely... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Cameron's pla- really, he Platinum is, Mike Perry is a power bottom. <laughs> he's str- oh. <laughs> That's why I, I had to make sure I was reading it correctly. I was like, what? Yeah, Jesus. dude, I think he's a power bottom. Look at, look at those powerful thighs, bro. Maybe. Plus, you know, you know a guy with a face tattoo gives zero fucks. You think a dick is going to scare him? I don't think anything scares him. I, I, I generally don't think anything scares Mike Perry. Oh, man, I love UFC fans. Already so many people are shwasted. Just drunk. I love it, dude. If I went to UFC, you know I'm getting I'm getting a little shwasty. A little. You gotta. You, you have to. It's because fine. then everybody else around you will just start to annoy you. Yeah, I was gonna say. But now we have Joseph Benavidez fighting. <laughs> we have Joseph Benavidez fighting uh, Dustin Ortiz. We're kicking off Countdown. What's going on in the chat, people are just writing homoerotic fanfic yes. about the fighters. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> so we'll count down 451, Great 50, leg kick 49, 48, 47. That hurt bam. me. Another low calf kick. I'm in pain already. 
Hachi Machi. Benavidez. I mean, Dustin Ortiz had length in the first fight, uh, and Benavidez had to use his speed. So it's going to be interesting to see how Benavidez gets it done tonight. Megan O'Leary's biting her fingers. Yeah, we know she's in the building. She's probably watching with bated breath. I love how professional they stay, though, even when she interviews him. Mother of sweet Jesus. Wow, powerful left-handed there for Benavidez. Oh, my God. He is a teeny, tiny man. Dear Lord. A lot of... uh, He is a little A lot of funny Mike Perry stuff in the chat right now. I love it. I love it. Do you love Mike Perry? Are you in love with Mike Perry, chat? I think they definitely, they're definitely fond of him. But Dustin Ortiz, we know he's had great wrestling. I mean, Do you think that Mike Perry's a power bottom because you want to be his power top? I mean, wouldn't you, dude? Do I want to fuck Mike Perry? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I then don't. you're not a true power top. I'll get a drink with him. I'll go to a bar, so hang out. Then I'll fuck well, You're halfway there. I was going to say you're halfway there, dude. You're willing to go on a date with him? Dustin Ortiz is cranking the fuck out of this. We, we used to be lovers. <laughs> oh, he might have something here. Oh, wait. Uh, seat- that's Benavides. <laughs> Zach, that's Benavides. That little think, jumping bean. Zach, I think you actually could have been a lovers with Platinum Mike Barry. That's nice. Oh, Did- man. Benavides, though, looks strong right now. Benavides does look strong. I thought it was actually Dustin Ortiz at first. Holy shit. Oh, we have a long message in the chat. Let Holding me zoom on to in the in single. Like this. Holding on to the single. Oh, back to the center of the octagon. I love that haircut. Dustin Ortiz is rocking. So does Kevin Lee need to switch camps? Because Oh, my God. This okay. is Sparta, bitch. Okay. Did you see that? I know. We're trying to – I want to analyze the question. I'm trying to analyze this fight. All right. We'll, we'll answer that question after, after the fight. No, I'll talk. We'll talk about it in the, after in, the round. Yeah. the round. Yeah. Two minutes and forty seconds left. Do that I think he true. needs to switch camps? Uh, does Kevin Lee need to switch cha- camps to one of these bigger camps like American Top Team or a Hard Knock Three Sixty Five or Duke Rufus, where they're they're really good at grooming talent? You know, because right now I think he's at Syndicate MMA in Las Vegas. He's fully moved out to Nevada. Uh, here's the here's the thing about switching camps. It's a risky move. Oh. Because, wow, Dustin Ortiz in that transition. Did you see that transition? What the fuck? Told that you. That is next level wrestling. Ortiz Jeez. is a good wrestler. That's what, it's his, his advantage here. It's yeah, but Benavidez is doing a good job of holding off on his advances. Benavidez is doing a great job. I think Benavidez is just getting the better of these engagements because he can, he, his styles just go to, he blends everything together so well. Mm-hmm. If I can spit it out. 100%. And took Dustin Ortiz down. This is what happened in the first fight. Dustin Ortiz came out, made a couple of good shot attempts, was defended, and Benavidez took him out and ground him out, man. That's what we're watching again. And it should be interesting to see if he can get it done. I don't think Kevin Lee needs to switch camps, per se. The Performance Institute is there, and I'm pretty sure he frequents it. He's had good performances in his last couple of fights. The Iakinta fight was very unfortunate. I think that MMA fans, uh, they're prone to... Jumping to conclusions once a fighter loses a fight. And that's it's a natural response. But I think we are too quick to make changes and say that um, maybe, oh, maybe he's peaked. Maybe the, the, maybe it's the end of the line. Especially when he's he's newly with – I mean, he's only been with them for like two fights. Yeah. So switching right now would just – Oh, my fucking oh, Jesus. Oh, Benavidez just hurt Ortiz. He just hurt Ortiz. That's an ouchie. He just dropped him. Oh, my God. Ortiz looks like he got f- sniped. 
Uh, Zach, sorry, we are not swallowers, strictly spitters on this cast. I come dodge. Yeah, we're cum dodgers. We'll just. But I'll give you. I'll way. give you the impression that I'm going to take it, and I'll break your heart. <laughs> That's but, what I do. Yeah, I think that uh, now a fighter I do think needs to switch camps is an OSP, right? Yes. The guy who has tremendous potential but has never gotten the skills training that I yes. think he deserves. That's a guy that I think actually should switch camps. Oh, uh, we have <laughs> also <laughs> we have Chris in the chat saying "suck me?" question mark Suck. Uh, he will not tonight. Not suck tonight. the chrome off I mean, the trailer hitch. Boy. You know we have Zach though, who's a power top in the chat. Chris, maybe you guys can link up. We can do a little matchmaking. Get their profiles going. How about that round for Benavides? Holy fuck! Is that a ten eight? That's a very close to ten eight. <laughs> That's close to a 10-8. he clipped him, but it was toward the end, and he didn't get really a chance to do much damage. So I don't. Th- I think it's, it's super 10-9. close. Though. I it's ten nine. I, I agree. It's ten nine, but. It's, um, I wouldn't be shocked. If it went a minute longer, it might have been over, though. I wouldn't be shocked if it were 10-8. Let me monster up. I'll be right back, guys. <sighs> I was going to say something, but I forgot, guys. Do you want one while I'm here? No, I don't. We have the monster fridge in studio. You know how it is. Yeah. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Dude, monster fighting should definitely have Oh, um, from now on, I, won't, I will be referring to the Von Flu choke as the St. Prue. The I, OSP I, choke. Me, me too. I, I, like, I liked calling it the St. Prue. Because it still has that like foreign feel to it, like the Von Flume joke. Yeah, it's definitely it should definitely be called the Saint Pru. Obviously, he's hit it so many more times than Von Flume. He yep. hit it once. Yes, Von Flume hit it once. OSP has hit it uh, three or four times. Three times, and he set it up. And he apparently he hits it all the time in training. I believe it. He's the uh, he's the best at it I've seen. So it's the Saint Pru. I think we should start a circle jerk, Chris says in the chat. You should have... Co- Dude, you should have come during the, the Rachel Ostevich page Van Zandt fight. Do you know the fucking... There, I would have actually been willing. The willpower did? <laughs> the willpower took not to start one You didn't one see my left hand fight? during the cast. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. <laughs> no, we should not circle jerk around a pizza. I a mean, pizza? I don't even eat pizza, bro. Yeah, he's he's a health nut. I'm a health nut. So it'd be hard to get him into that. A little nutty, dude. <laughs> He has the diet of, like, Patrick Bateman. Yeah. That's what I always say. I start my morning with crunches. I can do a thousand now. Jesus. Ortiz is all over Benavidez. Oh, my God. He (laughs) says, let's circle jerk around a pizza. Last one to finish has to eat it. (laughs) Dear God. (laughs) Dear God. Dear God. I love it. I love it. Hey, God is dead and we killed him. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Well... Now we have Dustin Ortiz coming back out against Joseph Benavides. Whoa! You fit in well here. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, these guys are fucking throwing hard. Great left hook there from Ortiz. Did you see that? Uh-huh. Great jab there from Ortiz. He's coming out hot after almost getting knocked dead. Ortiz is fucking headhunting him right now. Yeah. Jesus. God, he looks... Benavides looks so tiny. You gotta be a fighter after... Yeah. Growing up and you're like done growing at five. Foot more. Jesus Christ. It hurts my feelings. <laughs> wow. That low calf kick is going to become an issue in the third round. That low calf kick is so prevalent in the OC now because it's just so brutally effective, man. Yikes. Every time I see one of those land, I'm like, okay, the or fight's almost kick. over. Low leg kick. People have, uh, fighters have talked about that. It is debilitating. I don't think people realize. It's well, just- we've seen. Oh my God. Oh, Dustin landing strong shots on Benavidez in transition. Oh, not giving up on that singles, Benavidez, not giving up. 
That's high level wrestling, baby. Don't give up on a single that's there. It's you deep. already shot. You're in there. It's deepy deep. Oh, oh he went waist. for the. He went for one of my favorite grips. All that you do a single leg, you do the seatbelt grip around the oh, side, the far side, yeah, with the other hand, either. But hand. Dustin Ortiz used that to Crack get back. out. Oh, the wrestling from Benavides. The wrestling from both these both fucking guys. guys. Oh, it's unreal, dude. Jesus, this is this is why you watch flyweights though. Because the pace is unrelenting. It's making me tired. Oh, my God. Uh, speaking, <laughs> Zach said, speaking of nut, uh, Dustin Ortiz just missed uh, Benavidez's cock with one of those kicks. Dude, he's probably grabbing it right now. Oh, nice takedown from Ortiz. Oh, wow, man. This is why you watch flyweight fights, though, man. The level of technique these guys have is unprecedented. That's why if you guys ever do jiu-jitsu, you should try to go to a smaller instructor. Like a physically smaller person. Dude, we have. Yeah. And it's it's very shocking how good they are technically. Like, I've had a guy who, uh, he couldn't have weighed 130 pounds. He's probably 130. And he wrestled the shit out of me. He's probably 130. He fucked me up. Beat my ass bad. It was, it was hilarious. They have to be but so then again, sound. But then again, I'm not known for my extreme grappling ability. Yeah, you fucking suck. <laughs> I look like a super trooper, dude. Benavidez is so scrappy. He looks like scrappy Do. Yeah, Benavidez, he, he's very... Oh, Benavidez taking the back. Taking the back. Take it, Take the back. Taking the back in slow motion is Benavidez. Well, no, you got to be... Dude, Ortiz is scrambling to get out oh, of there. Oh, Ortiz with the scramble. Reverses the position. Benavidez is trying to climb in between the legs of Ortiz. Now Benavidez gets up. Back to their feet. This is... Dude, I'm getting tired watching these flyers. I'm exhausted. The amount of transitions that are happening, it's insane. Great right hand. Oh, my God. Our chat has devolved into literally... It's just it's just gay debauchery in there right now. I am so sorry. Do you want me to quote? You, yeah. Sit I on think my face. Preface it. Okay. With <laughs> this the fact. is from the chat. This is from the chat. These are not my words. Sit on my face and beat my ass, Daddy. <laughs> Dude. Zach and Chris are going insane in the chat. Jesus Christ. All right. Hit it from the back. <laughs> I mean, you know, we are watching a fight with amazing wrestling, so maybe they're talking about that. <laughs> that is what it is. Bucket of wind on YouTube. I mean, Sandless plug. Yeah. The fuck is that sound? Do you hear that? Is it? Is it my microphone? It might be yours. It sounds like shit. No, I go. think we're, now good. we're good. Now we're good. But Ortiz has the back body triangle. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a body triangle. He... <laughs> Yeah, I completely agree. Hey, uh, it's one on one. It's one on one, baby. Madison in the chat says these comments are killing me. I agree. They are pretty extreme. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, no one's power in the flyweight division seems to do much. We saw Benavidez clip Ortiz, right? Yeah. And immediately Ortiz is back. That's the thing about flyweights, though. They're so small and so well conditioned. That even when you rock them, mm-hmm. right? They they immediately recover. The not recovery a lot of rate. knockouts, and which is probably why fans don't particularly enjoy flyweight fights. And we also see that with uh, bantamweights. Bantamweights, the recovery time they snap back so mm-hmm. quickly. T.J. Dillashaw versus Cody Garbrandt. The Unless first, you're Garbrandt. Well, I was going to say the Garbrandt Dillashaw, the first fight. The first fight, yeah, was so important because, because Dillashaw got, got clipped. Yeah, complete. It would have been a stone cold knockout at a higher weight class for sure. But T.J. Dillashaw is small and so well conditioned that he popped right back up. 
Oh my god. I'm not, they're getting so dirty that I don't even want I'm getting like red in the face reading. It's because they're attracted to you. I like you know what, dude? I am here to be eye candy for the fans. Now you are. <laughs> I can barely focus. And we're I related. I'm I'm probably better looking than Paige Van Zandt and Rachel Austin. Combined. Combined. But Dustin Ortiz had a had a comeback in that second round. It's one and one. The winner of this round will win the fight. I mean, Benavidez, he's the poster boy for close fights, huh? Unless you give Benavidez a 10-8 in the first round, Dustin Ortiz wins this round, and then we get a fucking draw. Not going to happen, though. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. What? You hear that? Yeah, do you hear that? Dude, what the fuck is that? It's not me. Not me, no way. I don't think. Yeah, it's not my name. That's good. Oh, it's the fridge. They can't hear it, though. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Takedown for oh, Benavidez. Oh, man. Benavidez gets a takedown. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Our chat is officially crazy. There's some nipple talk now. Nipple talk? I'm missing nipple talk? It's, dude, we need it's to get a bigger screen. Oh, my God. Shit. They're saying we, they're starting to write fanfic about, about us. About us? Real time about us. Well, like you and I together? Yeah, you and I together. We're buddy. related. Yeah, this is, this, we're the double dragon, baby. Double dragon. I shouldn't have said that because that just put fuel to the fire, I feel. <laughs> but man, oh man. Dustin man, Ortiz, oh his power on top is amazing. Man, oh man. Speaking of power tops. Speaking of power tops. You Dustin did that Ortiz, on purpose. He's looking really good. You did good that here. on purpose. Oh, but Benavidez reverses it. Elbows from Ortiz, though. We need to have a reverse counter for this fight. I thought that this... <laughs> Dear God, I... It's just... I thought that this would go differently. I really picture Benavidez winning in a much more dominant fashion. If he wins at all. I don't even think he's going to win now. Yeah. <laughs> no. Double Dragon is in, like, the 90s television show, you know? Body triangle from About Benavidez. the brothers that, you know, the way of the dragon, the Shaolin. Yeah, it's not something from the not Kama as, Sutra. Not as in touching tips. Why would that be the suggest. Double Dragon? <laughs> That makes no sense. You guys didn't see the TV show? Dude, they're thinking with their pinocchio. Or play the video game? They're thinking with their pinocchio right now. Jesus. But holy shit, Benavidez now controlling the back. Yeah. Threatening a choke. But Dustin Ortiz, man, he's so well trained. I don't see him getting caught in a rear naked. I don't see it either. But if Benavidez can stay here, he'll win the fight because he definitely won the first round. Yeah. So, so maybe that's his strategy here. Just I, It would be my strategy. I'm not going to lie. I mean, there has been amazing grappling in this fight. You got to go for control time. But winning on control time that leads into what every MMA fan is saying about the flyweight division. Well, it'll be gone after this card anyway. So yeah. don't worry about it. Oh, my God. You're the slowest reader ever, huh? Well, no, they're multiple. It's like a scrolling wall of just, <laughs> just chaos. The, the most horrible things you've ever read. <laughs> this is great. I'll let you guys know when something changes in this fight because it's still Benavidez on the back. Yeah, I agree, Jack. Zach. So much fucking grappling in this fight. It's unreal. Oh. I mean, and I've been Ortiz choked. Ortiz is back up. As, as, your top, as your other comment states, I have been choked many a time in a rear naked. Although it usually catches me as the guillotine. Yeah, he's really bad at his guillotine defense. It's I need to learn it. It's so, I'm so bad. I've tried to help him so many times. And, and he, I still get caught. He absorbs none of it. Yeah. This fight has been nothing but grappling. Both guys brought their singlets. 
It is just they're rolling around. <laughs> Dogfight. There are no their feet. strikes being thrown in this one, dude. There were four Which, punches. There's nothing wrong with that. I love grappling, so. I mean, the Michael Chiesa Carlos Condon fight was nothing but grappling. Phenomenal. But the thing is, both guys were attempting they to were finish attempting, each other. They were no, they, in this fight, there are no submission attempts. It's just it looks like some Greco shit. In in the Chiesa Condon fight, they're both guys were to, threatening back and forth. They're just trying to throw each other down, taking turns. That's not the fridge. It is not. Maybe it's my phone, dude. Yeah, yeah, it probably is. It probably is. <laughs> Fucking Apple. Is it my watch? It might be your watch, actually. Is it my watch? Well, I'm not taking that off. I'll just spread it out. Oh, my God. It is, dude. Is it? Yeah, I think it's your Apple watch causing interference, dude. That's fucking insane. Who would have thunk it? Not me. Just Chris just sent us a dick pic. You know, I love any and all fan mail. I showed you my cock. Please respond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen those, like, uh, they, I think it's called Oops Didn't Mean To on Reddit? How yes. many guys go, like, yes. I showed you my cock. Please respond. Yes. I saw this one picture. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen. It was this girl who was trying to, she claimed that she was trying to take a picture with a front-facing camera. Uh but the actual, like the normal back camera on the back was on and she was like holding the phone two feet above her head and there was a reflection above her that showed her ass. And she was like, oops, meant to take a picture with the front facing. Sure, sure. Accidentally took this. Of what, your wall? It was, I was just like, okay. Then, yeah, you accidentally took that photo and then you posted it. But guys are, cool. so, guys are such bitches hey. now. Cool. Guys are such bitches that they'll send you a dick pic, and if you don't immediately love it, they'll delete it and then pretend like they didn't just send you a dick pic. I pretending to send it is weird, but if they if they didn't respond, I know a couple like chicks you, that's happened to them. If they didn't respond like you'd hoped, I I would imagine you'd delete it. Yeah, but the thing is, like, but then you wouldn't carry on conversation. Like anyway, exactly. <laughs> they act like it's anyway. like, like a fever dream, like it never happens. Yeah, like I just didn't. Are send we gonna anyone. address this because that's. Oh, you wouldn't be mad if he got a dick pic. <laughs> if I got a dick pic? No, Zach wouldn't be mad if he got one. From from whom? Yeah, from which one of us? I was going to say, or that's, both. Really, that's really the question here. Together. Let us know in the YouTube comments, too. Which one do you prefer? Yeah. No, because now Zach's going to go to every single one of our videos and just be like, send dick pics, please. <laughs> yeah, P plus send. Hey, if you subscribe, I'll send you one. Most janky thing in the world. Hey, ESPN Plus, we paid for you. Work, yeah? Work. It's not the internet. The internet's working. Oh, baby, there we there go. There we go. There we Fucking go. finally. But, oh my God, who won? Oh, Joseph Benavidez. Benavidez won. Yeah, that back control in the third round really sealed it. Yeah, it did. But winning on time. <laughs> what? What are you saying? Uh, but winning on uh, control time. Sorry, I, I, I'm reading the live chat and it keeps fucking up my my <laughs> analysis. But the winning on back time, it's great win for Benavides, but it sucks overall because I feel like a lot of like the way to build momentum it doesn't in an make MMA, a good argument for the flyweight division. Exactly. Does it <laughs> building building momentum in your career? People like seeing jiu-jitsu finishes. People like seeing jiu-jitsu submissions, period. submission attempts. Or get, uh, powerful shots. People yeah. don't like seeing. People don't like seeing winning on control. And I, I love unless, Joseph Benavidez. Unless your name's Khabib. Well, he lands. He's notorious though for winning on control and the whole time he punching punches you, you in the head. Yeah, he does. I mean, it's almost relentless. 
It's that combat, uh, the combat sambo. Dude, is Joseph missing some teeth? Uh, is he? No, he has a snaggle tooth, baby. Oh, ew. fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Got some money. Uses the money from this fight. I mean, would you get braces while you're a fighter? Why not just do it when Start you retire? Point. When you retire, fix it though. You know, fix it. Great fight for him though. Is Joseph Benavides still at Alpha Male? I don't know. I do not know. Probably not. I'd imagine not. Oh, that was that That's shot he clipped him with in the first yeah. round. Fuck. Right in the temple. Megan O'Leary's got to be taller than him, right? Like a lot taller than I him. I mean, Zach, I like seeing good power shots too to the body. I love when a body shot completely cripples a fighter. You know what I mean? You know, like in the Does Jeremy, he mean that? Or is, I think that's yeah, dirty Maybe talk. it's an innuendo, but I'm going to take it as if it's not. <laughs> when Jose Aldo oh. knocked out Jeremy Stevens with that liver shot, that was fucking phenomenal. I think everyone can appreciate a good body shot, Zach. Oh, and then right after that, he said, show me your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we've solved the mystery. The dirty, dirty docs. The dirty. No, don't actually. I didn't. You teased it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you got to give the fans what they want. <laughs> You're like, I'm playing it up for the crowd, <laughs> You got to. You think I'm going to fucking get go shirtless? We'll be removed. I was going to say, dude, live streaming, they're actually so vigilant on that shit now because of Twitch thoughts. Yeah. Across all platforms now. Live streaming rules. That's the only thing preventing me. Dude, no, but I'm, you know what I'm saying, though. I know. You take off a shirt as a guy now on Twitch and they ban you. Yeah, for sure. It's insane. So there was actually for a guy sure. who has a workout Twitch because now they have that just chatting thing where people just work out in their houses. Like, bitches have squat racks and they bitches. just work out. You mean... Women. Sorry, women have squat racks and dudes have just like benches in their studio apartments and they'll just work out. Nah, man. If you're doing on squats street. on Twitch for money, you're probably a bitch. That's what, and also, I would respect her a lot if it was front facing, but the squat rack is a back facing squat yeah, rack. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's so it's like, well, we all know we what know you're what doing. doing here. We all know what you're doing. Especially when she does, she, she has production value in there and she's like switching to an upskirt up camera shot or something. And some there shot. are many like female fitness people who don't do that. Who don't do that kind of stuff. Name one. Um, Paige Hathaway Name is pretty much in one. it just for the lifting. Who's that? Uh, she's a CrossFit girl. Oh, okay. So and she's, she's a guy. <laughs> no, but um, anyway. But this guy on Twitch was actually a lifter. And he got taken down because during his workout he popped off the top. Mm. And they immediately banned him. Brooklyn. Are they in Brooklyn? That would make sense. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I love it. I love it, dude. Gillespie, let's go. I'm shocked, baby. Chris. You know what a Blumkin is? Really? I was gonna say. Now they're getting into fringe acts, dude. I'm I'm pretty. But it is 2019. I'm sure that stuff is getting mainstream now. Yeah, I would I would consider myself in the classification of deviant. Oh and my god! I think Blumkins are disgusting they're pretty gross but that's now, actually gross we have yancy medeiros that's gross he's rusty trombone <laughs> oh, that's fuck. funny that's hilarious those are that's like a comical thing no one actually does that but then we have gregor gillespie <laughs> that's what you think uh, that's what i hope that's what you think <laughs> that's what i hope but then we have gregor gillespie coming out versus yancy medeiros the gift also the self-proclaimed best fisherman in mma yep. Gregor Gillespie always plans a two to three day sh fishing excursion after his, fights. after his fights. Doesn't look like a fisherman. And has been pretty active, man. This kid has constantly been fighting, and I really like to see that. I think he's going to submit Yancey. 
Well, Chris, that's the glory of the internet. You can do that while we're streaming. I'm two and one right now with my picks. Yeah, I think I improved to two and one as well. And now we've got Gillespie up next. Yancy Medeiros, though, I mean, he's a fan favorite. I love watching him fight every time because he has highlight reel fights. Even when he loses, it's a highlight reel. Yeah. And I like guys like that. Whereas you have guys like Scott Jorgensen and they're where he's on everyone else's highlight reel for all yeah, the wrong reasons. For all the wrong reasons. No disrespect, though. Because <laughs> I feel like Scott Jorgensen is like watching right now and he's like, oh, yeah, come on, bro. Fuck. He's like, I'm a huge fan, but now that's just, you, you ruined it, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, you should do some comedy writing, bro. Chris, dude, Chris, you should do some Oh, it's com- Chris. It's Chris now. It's Chris. Zach, stop. Zach's like, I can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> Zach is like, Chris, it's too dark for me, bro. It's too dark. And guys watching this later on YouTube, if you guys want to comment and interact with us as these guys are doing right now, we do these on Facebook for almost every UFC event. Pretty much every single event. And then you can watch the VOD on YouTube after the fact. Just type in Bucket of Wind and it'll come right up. Be sure to subscribe and hit the bell notification because YouTube doesn't like to tell you when people post videos otherwise. I'm not going to read these. <laughs> I'm not going to read these. What is it? I must know. Uh, then now it's bathroom talk. We've transitioned it's from be- bedroom to bathroom. Guys, keep it to the bedroom. <laughs> Bath- the bathroom's god. disgusting, guys. There's, there's a lot of... It's disgusting. Uh, yeah, oh my god. We could do whatever you want the, in the I'm bedroom. I'm not Mike Rowe. I'm not about to talk about these we'll dirty We'll do jobs. whatever in the bedroom, but the, fuck, the bathroom's gross, man. It grosses me out. Oh, yeah, you know, Zach's like, you know, I'll be here to talk dirty for every event. And, you know, we like you for it. We'll be here. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude? <laughs> I like it, baby. I you appreciate know, you gotta it. You got to throw some spice I in. That's the thing it. about MMA talk. I feel like so many analysts keep it strictly like, oh, here's who I think is going to win the fight. I really like his kicks. Yeah. You got to have fun with MMA. That, it's a sport that's unlike any other. There's so much variance and crazy shit that happens that you need to have a crazy take. I agree. Also, Gregor Gillespie, different haircut, please. Redo. Try again. He looks like an elf. <laughs> he looks like, like a Lord of the Rings elf. elf like a Lord of the Rings elf. Like he's with that chick who's constantly pouring water in every scene. Yeah. Like why is she also? Why is she pouring water in every scene? Oh, those are emojis. I see that from here. That's an eggplant and a water splash. Yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> now they're talking about Cleveland steamers. Oh. I mean, we're just getting into everything now. It's a treasure trove of trash <laughs> being cast out right now. So gross. But Gregor Gillespie, undefeated, but he carries himself like a guy who's much more humble, you know, than an Alex Ale- uh, Alexander Hernandez. I'm a big fan. Who was very, he was very confident, very overly confident, I think. Yeah, Now in retrospect. Was. But we have a guy like Gregor Gillespie where he's like, I'm just taking it fight by fight, pr- improving every time. And I like to hear that. That's what I want to hear of a, a young fighter. You know, have confidence, but measured confidence. I definitely think it was my phone doing that. It, it was. You think it was? Yeah. That hasn't happened since. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, man, Gregor Gillespie's out here. You can tell that his hairstyle probably looks good when he has no, I don't gel. Think it, uh, no, sh- when he has gel. Mm-mm. But right now he looks like that guy from Charlie's Angels. He the does. One likes to smell <laughs> the hair. one who likes to smell hair. Oh my fucking God, dude. He looks just like I that. I love that callback. You guys know that shit? He turns out to be a good guy all along. That's what blew my mind. Oh, dude. you are. That's not even dirty talk, bro. It's ass-eating season out here. 
You know, if you if you follow Barstool, you already know our position. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You got to do it. If you don't eat it, somebody else will. And that's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> I will, Zach says, I will eat ass over anything every day. <laughs> I've lost weight recently. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Enough! <laughs> <laughs> it's time to stop! <laughs> but we have Yancey Medeiros coming out. He looks good, dude. He looks fucking in shape for this. He's fighting at 55 coming down. He does look good. He does look good. He's back at 55. I knew he took a, a couple of fights at 70. I don't know. I shouldn't be tired. I really shouldn't be considering we were up until 430, 430 yesterday, 30 ish yesterday doing the cast working on the podcast. But now we're here watching this fight. I mean, Yancey looks good, but Gregor looks really well. Could you imagine having a son, having a son and then being like, he looks like a Gregor. I mean, it's a pretty badass name. Like Gregor Clegane, dude, I'm hella Little into Game of Thrones. Baby Gregor. <laughs> oh, you know, this mouth does podcasting, baby. What is it? That's what that mouth do. Oh, he wants to know what that mouth do? Well, normally, if you want to get into it, I just, like... <laughs> Trace alphabet. No, we we weren't railing line. We're more more into the monster variety when we're when we need energy. Yeah, we, do, we don't rail lines in the studio. Although, dude, if I would love to do like an '80s flashback where we have a lot of neon and we're all wearing like uh, stock suits, I well, like the Wolf of Wall Street. That'd yeah. be pretty dope. But yeah, oh my god, this fight, dude. Oh there. my god, I'll count it down for you guys. They're going right at it. Four thirty. 29, 28, Gregor 27, is 26. Vicious. Bulldogging with the wrestling right now. Bulldogging those nuts. That's Holy it. shit. Dragging with the ground. Taking the back slowly. Has one hook in. Dear God. Oh! He just took the hook out to knee that Yancey knee in the head. knee to the head. Oh, Garambi from Yancey. I don't think that was the move, though. I, don't, I, know, I, I think it was. I don't think it was. He's back up. He's doing a lot of. A lot I like. Of I like wrestling. Yancey. He's doing a lot of funk. I like funk wrestling. I think it can be really effective, especially since the guy is orthodox as Gregor. Yeah. Yancey's making sure to keep all four points of contact on the ground right now to not catch knees to the face because that knee hurt. For yes. Sure. Dude, yeah, he is getting pounded right now. It is insane. Oh my god. I mean, Gregor's He's taking control. a pounding. Gregor's control. It's very impressive. That ass. And Yancey, though, Yancey's doing a good job of staying vertical. And I think that's so important, Whoops. especially in the... Oh, spoke too <laughs> soon. Too soon. <laughs> oh, but he's back up. Back vertical. That's what I'm saying. And it's important in the first round to really make a wrestler frustrated and stay on your feet. You know what I'm saying? Because I it, know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because if you can stay standing, that's half the battle. Because he, his attacks will diminish and you get the chance to engage in the stand-up. Yeah. And you can tell Yancey focused so much on getting back that was up insane. after the takedown. Gregor down. was like levitating on the back of Yancey. The amount of control he is exp expressly showing right now. Oh, the transition from Yancey! Not working. Oh, yes, yes it, it did! It worked. He's on top of Gregor now! Gregor oh, but with Gregor's the immediately out. Gregor in on the shot. Oh, my God. Yikes. 
This has been the longest takedown progression I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, dude! People brought the singlets tonight. I told you, bro. They've literally, they've literally each been in on takedowns for t- two and a half minutes. Oh, you already know. We have Yancy Medeiros, just looking for a Kamara, trying to get position. It looks like he's just going to use it to sweep if he locks it up because he needs to breathe for a second. Gregor though has not slowed down his wrestling attacks. I wonder. He has amazing condition. Yeah. He has had amazing conditioning in the past, but I want to see how it holds up on continuously attacking. <clears throat> Gregor's in on a single. Oh, switching to the back. Oh yeah, we're MMA geeks for sure, Aaron. Definitely. Yeah, we're <laughs> MMA geeks. Uh, uh, I don't think I'm like nearly like Point Dexter, like Trekkie level of MMA knowledge. No, no. But I have a fun with the sport a lot. We've just been watching for a long time. Long time fans. Sw- oh, he's taking the back. Dude, Yancey's doing a good job. He's doing what I, uh, he's doing the super active, approach. Super active. Gregor's got the back though now. The only one. But hook he's in. trying to do a mat return and Yancey's doing, doing a good yeah. job of staying up. I mean, Yancey's doing a really good job of staying up. His balance. I is... think it, I think it's apparent to the judges though that Gregor's winning this round. Of course, he's he's dictating the pace of the fight. No, Yancey's yeah. reacting well to that, yeah. but he's still reacting. And mm-hmm. when you're the main, you're you're the guy who's reacting for most of the fight. That's a Gregor's got both hooks in. That's not well, a good he's look. He's gonna switch him out. He's gonna switch. Oh nope. Yancey stands up. Oh what? That was weird. You never see that. Some guy crashes against the fence like this. <laughs> yeah, I take a freeze frame. I always wonder, like, being there in the stands watching them, like, oh! <laughs> you know, as they get slammed against the fence. But Gregor Gillespie in there now. I thought Yancey was going to reach back like this for a second. I was like, don't, you'll get slammed. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. That skipping knee. Those though. knees hurt saw that? a lot. Yancey doing a good job. Staying, staying heavy, staying heavy. Trying to break the hands of Gillespie. Oh my goodness. I'm looking forward to the fucking round ending though. I gotta pee so bad. You do? Yeah, I did. Child bladder. Child bladder. It's unbearable. But wow, Yancey impressing me with his defense. He managed to stay vertical in the first round. All right, what do you guys think of that first round? Okay, my face after reading the comments, you like that? I mean, leaning in and just being like, oh, my lord. <laughs> He's like, oh, I can't read that. Oh. I mean, I'll read them as long as they're not, like, I, <laughs> things that can get, like, if I, I can't read some of them for obvious reasons, but you, know, you already know how it is. Dude. We like to get a little freaky and funny. <laughs> and I'm, ve- I'm very, I express very outwardly. So my reactions are immediately known as soon as I read them. But wow, I actually really like that first round out of Yancey. He did a good job of defending the takedown. And yeah, he did get taken down, but he sprang right back up. Now I want to see him start going on the offense. I want to see him start taking it to Gillespie, attacking him. That's what I want to see Yancey start landing effective strikes on Yancey. That would be I mean, uh, Yancey laying really good strikes on Gregor. That'd be what I'd like to see. But yes, we're here in the Barclays Center. They're in New York. That is amazing. I mean, ESPN Plus, although the hiccups have been happening, it is pretty smooth. Uh, Like Mason said, though, I'm not a huge fan of it being on a streaming platform, like main cards, that is. What I miss? 
Um, nothing. They're getting into the thick of it right now. Countdown. If you guys want to sync up watching with us, 445, 44, 43, 42, 41. They actually have Trevor Whitman on the analyst desk. That's very interesting. Coming in and doing some commenting. Trevor Whitman's a great coach. Rose Namajunas, Pat Barry, Justin Gaethje, to name a few under his tutelage. All right, guys. <laughs> Dear Lord. Oh, what my happened? God. Yeah, I mean, Gregor is really taking it to Yancey right now with the wrestling. You're right. It's, a, it's, it's an aggressive performance. To say the least. Yancey doesn't look exhausted, though, which is good. He's not breathing heavily out of his No, mouth. and he was very composed in his corner. That's what I wanted to see. He wasn't taking big breaths in the corner. He was like, okay, what do I need to do? Like, getting his heart rate down, like... <laughs> I need to get better at wrestling fast. I mean, his wrestling has been very impressive, this fight. It's just that it's paling in comparison to that of Gillespie. It's completely 100%. Which is an issue when Gillespie is your opponent. It's 100% you know? def defense, uh, defensive right now. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. If you guys want to come to our stream and comment. Like, honestly, I like it when people throw off-kilter comments, you know? Because it throws me off and it keeps me on my toes, baby. I appreciate all your comments, guys. I'll go back and read them. And you guys hanging up, hanging out with us is like half the fun of doing these things, you know? Def it's that interactivity. Definitely. I think Greg Hardy is a power bottom. Oh, Greg Hardy, you know it, dude. Yeah. Look, at the Dana White was talking about how thick his thighs were at the press conference. It got me uncomfortable. For sure. I was uncomfortable, right? I'm, he was like, did you see the quads on that guy? I was guessing before. Now I'm positive. Yeah. When you see <laughs> kind of like um, Hodor on Game of Thrones, where he said Hodor. he was a power bottom, it's all in the thighs, dude. Hodor. Hodor. How many different times has Gillespie taken the back? Individual times. Um, individual times? Tens. Tens. Tens of times now. Gillespie mount with hooks. Tip, <laughs> tip to tip every stream. Hey, dude, we'll touch him. Like E.T., like baby. E. You want me to do it? Yeah, I mean, they can screen it. I don't give a fuck about E.T., remaking E.T., baby. Uh, <laughs> he feels dirty now. He feels violated. I love it. Gregor just licked his thumb. He's going to put it in Yancey's ear. <laughs> Greg Hardy definitely starts earthquakes as a power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the sheer weight and magnitude. Oh, shit. Big oh, right Gregor Gillespie, out. now... Here's the problem, because Yancey's... Flattening him out. Yancey's wrestling is no longer... He's starting to wilt a little bit. He's wilting. And Gregor's starting to land strikes. Man. Gregor's got the back. Ooh. Completely flattening him out. Landing some hard strikes and keeping them legal, which this is This is a really real good. bummer. If I'm the ref, I'm super close to these two. Ooh, that was a yep. little... There's the ref right there. I'm looking. Some of these strikes are a little squirrely. Two of them were illegal. I saw it. I saw it. I seen it. I seen oh, it. No, no, no. Gregor wouldn't do that. That's a penalty. <laughs> you can't do that to him. What, 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 what? He's talking about an oil check, possibly. Oh, yeah. You can get away with it. You know, people did that when, back when I wrestled in high school, fucking 87 years I ago. I mean, an, a drag is a real technique. A drag? Is that when you graze your finger? No, a drag. <laughs> 
<laughs> a drag is where you use like the actual hold. Oh yeah. To pull yourself around. I'm the talking bag. about an oil check. I'm talking about is the illegal move I'm that is happening during the drag. Yeah, I'm talking I was about say, penetration. <laughs> I heard tail. I have never personally had. I'm it talking before. about penetration. <laughs> Will you cut it out? <laughs> Grow up, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grow up. We're trying to talk about penetration, guys. Speaking of penetration, these knees are really getting in on Yancey now. I fucking hate you for saying that. Oh, my God. That was an Anik-like uh, I know. Transition. Speaking of... Stop it. Just talk like an old but person. But Gregor, man. Oh, it's like an anaconda. It literally it is. Over That's what it feels like. Because he's just... The oh. whole, this whole fight, he's been torqued. Just constantly working on Yancey. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. No, not yet. Not yet. Stop it. Yancey's stop still... It. Ooh. Stop it. Stop Stop the fight. Stop the fight. Stop it. Stop the fight. That's very close. Stop the fight. Stop the fight. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's over. He should have stopped it a long time. Oh, my God. Gregor Gillespie wins via TKO over Yancey. 15 unanswered strikes. Son of a fuck. He also wins based off of twerking. Like, his wrestling is next level. He did not slow down. At all. How scary. That's a little scary. I'm not a huge fan of uh, people who being that scary. That stoppage was... Uh, Dude, he's an animal, man. He I really. Love that. Tr- I guess the referee was really trying to give Yancey the benefit of the doubt there. Because that was excessive. I mean, 100%. We, know, we now are witness to the prospect that Gregor Gillespie is for this division. He's going to make a title run. Dude. He and Khabib would have what a happens? Grappling. Just bring your single yeah. singlets. They're just gonna come out there in wrestling stance. No illusions yeah. of striking taking place. It's either that or we'll be a kickboxing at, war. Oh my god, dude! That is far too many unanswered strikes. We can't compare Khabib's wrestling to Gregor's though, because then all the Khabib fans are gonna crawl out of the woodwork. Yeah, we should put Khabib in the title of this video on YouTube, just so everyone's like. Fuck racist piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, every t- podcast where we talk about Khabib and we don't absolutely love everything yeah, he's dude. doing, we get tons of hate if comments. If we don't fucking suck we on get, his big toe before we talk we about get him. PMs, DMs, everything, all just from Khabib fans. Keep in mind, we've talked about hundreds of UFC fighters. There'll be some dude in the comment section with his full name. It'll be like Abdul Azizi. We'll be like, fuck <laughs> yeah. you, pig, racist shit. Yeah, and it, that's all they'll say. And I'm like, as if we don't like, if we don't love us, one thing Khabib's doing, it's automatically we're against Russian fighters. And then I have to rack my brain, like, what did I say? Uh, I said on our most recent one, I said that I think Tony Ferguson would win. Yeah, I know that. I remember that. But you guys did not echo that sentiment at all. No, I said that I think Khabib would win, and, and we got hate comments. From all Cameron, that, from all, that one yeah. sentence, Cameron we just got said, I think Tony would win. And then in the comments are just like, you fucking piece of shit. A piece of shit. Only broken English. Yeah, obviously broken English. But wow, amazing for Gregor Gillespie. Moves to 13-0. and 0. Undefeated. Absolutely fantastic. Not in any danger at any point in that fight either. He's about to get... Like we said, he was always on the offensive. Yeah. Yancey was on the back foot that entire fight, and that sucks. Because I'm a huge fan of Yancey's. But, you know, his wrestling at first held up. To the constant onslaught, but Gregor just didn't slow down, man. And as soon as he got his back, started leveraging and dropping strikes. What? Over and over again. That's, I don't know if that's true. It's wild. Oh, no, dude. We're not actual Twitch slots. There will be no twerking on stream. I've thought about it. 
<laughs> it seems to be profitable. Can, dude, these chicks drive like BMW i8s. It's bullshit, dude. It's insane. They're like, oh, uh, <laughs> have you ever seen that ninja where he makes fun of them? No, my where thing he's is like, thank you. Lazarus, yes. Oh my god. Let me go put your name on the on chalkboard. The yeah, I know. And he like walks off with And then a... she gets up and it just says juicy on her ass. And I'm like, this is not This is not video game this streaming. Is not... <laughs> yeah, this is like, not why uh... they have come. And especially when the game is in like the bottom right. Yeah. And the rest of it's her. I'm like, let's be oh, let's be real. No, no. Let's be real. I don't think people are viewing for her uh, comedic take on things. Well, and that's not to say there are girl streamers that don't engage in that. Some like, do. Pokemon I never doesn't said do that, that yeah. all do that. Yeah, I've seen her. Ho out? No. No, I've seen her stream. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, she, she's cute, too, and she doesn't do that. She doesn't engage in any of that. She's actually there to play video games. Yeah. And she's caught in flack from her fans for that before. For just playing the game? Because she actually is a streamer. That's pretty funny. tries fucked. to make funny That's content. That's not okay. That her, that her fans would be like... I know, it's actually... You tell me you're just going to play the game? It's pretty unreal because she has to like just walk out this. backwards from the room. Because if she turns her back to the camera, they'll just be like, Thick! Oh! It's 12-year-old Fortnite game. I was going to say, you. how old are you? It's 12-year-olds, bro. How old are you, dude? I think it, they, they showed like... If you search Pokimane on Google, the second Nine search result... takedowns. Nine Eight takedowns. minutes and 30 seconds of control time. 56 strikes to Yancey's one. That was an absolute Yancey route of a only fight. only landed one strike, guys. That's pretty amazing. That's almost as bad of numbers as Tyron Woodley versus Darren Till. That's almost as bad. And I hope Yancey bounces back. Oh, Russell Westbrook's there. Oh, the Oklahoma City Thunder are all there. Oh. Well, now we're on ESPN, so you know they're getting... I think they have a lot of deals with the NBA, so that's cool. I would love to see, like, LeBron coming out more to the UFC. Like, some high-profile stars. I mean, Russell Westbrook. Best fashion in all of basketball. I think so. Well, now we have Greg Hardy versus Alan Crowder. <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet those 12-year-olds wouldn't mind, like, seeing, like, a nip slip from a streamer. But Not I, me. I don't really care. I mean, Not me. I really don't. It doesn't do much for me would not want to see it for me especially because those streamers they're like it's just that they're not streamers i like to see people who are there to like they are streamers <laughs> they're just not video games yeah streamers. more of like in the vein of camster.com sex workers <laughs> dude that's the term they prefer uh vice articles have actually said sex worker is the term that like what's the alternative cam streamers and porn stars they prefer the term sex worker that's what you are which that seems like so law and order svu to me I guess. I don't understand what's derogatory about that, though. <laughs> Maybe a tip slip, Zach said? A tip slip? That's that tough to arrange. I was going to say, that's <laughs> tough to arrange. How do How you, do you do that? fuck that up? What is this, dude? Am I coming out here in fucking volleyball shorts? Some high waters? Has <laughs> that even happen? How do I set that up? And even then, you'd have to, like, posture yourself like Captain Morgan on a chair. I could fake it with, like, a comically long dick. <laughs> like a fake one. But now we have Greg Hardy. They're showing the promotional oh, tape. Oh, worst tattoos in MMA. Oh, but look at that. Oh, man. Greg Hardy, though, the power that this man possesses. I'm excited to see what he does to Alan Crowder. Every time I imagine him fighting, I just, like, Photoshop his male opponent out, and I just put a, his wife there because that's what he did. He punches women. <laughs> Allegedly. They Allegedly. settled because he was like, here's some money. I'll stop punching you. Yeah, baby. Alan Crowder, though, showed a lot of variance in his techniques 
This guy is pretty well-rounded I take it for back. a heavyweight. They both have bad tattoos. Oh, yeah. They both have that, like, tribal kind Giant of... Giant tribal everywhere. It looks so bad. But not like a new modern tribal, but no. like a 90s tribal. It looks so bad. That's why tattoos are such a fucking risk. That's why I haven't gotten any. Because I'm like, what if it's out of style? Like, that 90s tribal tattoo, that was the fucking shit. I have then. trouble because I want one, but I don't know where I would get it, and I don't know what I would get. And those are, like, the first two things one must figure out. So I'm at square one. What should I get? And don't say a dick. Uh, Zach? I was going to say, Zach, watching you, bro. I don't even know what that means, bro. <laughs> I'm like, what? What did he say? What did he say? Alan Crowder making his way to the octagon. It kind of looks like Steven Crowder. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris has devolved. He may, he, he's devolved from saying actual sentences to now just assorted sex sex. <laughs> it's just typing random. Yeah, just random stuff now. <laughs> I mean, I like that, though. I'll have to review this so I can learn. I've, I guess I've fallen behind the, the times. Uh, the de-evolution. Yeah. It's, it's amusing. It's so hard to believe that this is the co-main. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Chris Tushishir, bod. Chris Tushishir is a, a powerful man. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Is he? Dude, that Mark Hunt to Chris Tustashir fight, one of my favorite heavyweight fights, though. Yeah, it's good. Because Mark Hunt does such a good job of timing him on that uppercut, and then just, boom, knocks him the fuck out, dude. I like the dude. Absolutely sensational. Those walk-offs are always cool. <laughs> just say it, dude. What do you say? Yeah, we're, they're talking about different tattoos and stylings. Oh, okay. So possibly an elephant tattoo. Oh my god! Where the trunk is, uh, is my penis. Yeah, where the trunk is the penis. I mean, that's kind of a power move if you think about it. That's... Plus, then every time you have sex, you can play Toto's Africa. I don't think I'd want her to like. That's too funny, and I wouldn't want her to laugh. Yeah, you never want when like a girl sees you dick to laugh. That, I, I like don't want to go to laugh, and the subject of that joke is my dick. Yeah, that's that's never good. Plus, they'd run out of ink with me. Any anyone? Because you have a giant, uh, yeah, Perry area. Uh. <laughs> the the dick's not tattooed though. Yeah, so it is. the area. That's that's what he said. Oh, the really? trunk is the dick. So you're gonna color your dick in? Yeah. Oh my no! no, no <laughs> oh no no no. no. No, we. I don't feel you on that one. I'm gonna be honest with you, Zach. We depart there. <laughs> I I think the silliest one you could get is the man pointing up and the legend pointing down. Hardy looks zoned in from the love guru. I think that's the silliest you can go, and still pull it off. You know, Hardy's kind of talked about how much he's fallen in love with the sport, and how it's kind of given him like a second opportunity in life. He feels like yeah. because football is his first love. He does it recreationally, anyways. How dare so you? So let's bro. make some money while we're at it. He's just upset because he wanted to fight in the women's division. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Really, coloring in the whole dick, huh? Dude. I, uh, yeah. Have you seen that guy? He would do body mods, right? Where that's where you get like your ears gauged, your tongue split, all that stuff. And he said that his dick got in the way of his body art, so he had it removed. He's now a Ken doll. And he said so he could finish his masterpiece. Just completely remove the three-piece set from the equation. 
I'm not even upset. That's he just should. dedication. He should no. At that point, because that's now just he won't be able baby. to reproduce. And Come on, I think it's more it's it's commendable that if you're willing to do that, bro, and you really want to do that, that's amazing. I mean, just good, 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 go do your I things. Just don't even. He's sounding it out, folks. Um, yeah, what do you? Who do you guys think is gonna win this fight, Greg Hardy or Alan Crowder? I think it's Greg Hardy first round knockout. Yep. But if Alan Crowder can surprise us here today, take down Hardy and grind him out, that'd be amazing. Or better oh. yet, if he knocks out Hardy, it's gonna blow my it's fucking over. mind. It's over for Hardy. I'll tell you that straight away. Not over, but this is a huge setback for Hardy. A massive. If he gets all four hundred of Alan Crowder's Twitter followers, will be like. Congratulations. He'll gain a lot from this fight. Well, I think after tonight, regardless of the outcome, he'll have more than He'll have like 800. How dare you? So disrespectful. <laughs> I'd love to have Alan Crowder on. We can talk to him about this fight. Yeah, we could probably get him. He has 400 Twitter followers. <laughs> My man, now when you say stuff like that, now I'm just going to be like, what a fucking dick. What is he going to be like? No, it's bullshit. You I, do. I see it. But he had a good performance in Dana White's Contender Series. He did. I, did I say he was a bad fighter? Don't do that, though. Oh, no. He's doing the titty bounce. Alan, the, what the is dance. that? He's a heavy underdog, and I like being the underdog. You know, it takes all the pressure off you guys. Where do I stand on cat tattoos in general? I mean, dude, there are two teams on the internet, Team Cat, Team Dog. Uh, they, they go back and forth a lot. Me personally, I don't like a tattoo like, of dude, of your old cat. Like uh, like I said, I feel or like or just a cat in general, like a cat silhouette. Or am I doing a like detailed a cat, cat face? I mean, dude, if I got a tattoo, I always said I feel like if I got a tattoo, it would be like outdated within the year. Yeah, that's and a I just wouldn't like. That's it. my thing. Listen, I haven't wanted something. So much that enough. I wanted to get it. I mean, I've wanted like, stuff my for a short fades exactly. after like a year. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I really thought I wanted this thing. But now if I had it tattooed on me, I'd be like, fuck. So I've never pulled the trigger. Brendan Shaw got into jiu-jitsu deeply for six years. And he regrets his jiu-jitsu tattoo. Think about that. Why? And, you know, uh, this is not me begrudging tattoos. You know, it's all chill. If you really want to do it, do it. I don't know why he would regret that. He said he he was like. uh, He thinks it looks douchey or something? No, he's just like, I don't like. Oh, that was a good luck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Crowd is already hurt. Oh, but he caught Greg Hardy on the way in. Yeah, he caught Hardy with a left, too. He's hurt, though. His hands are so If you guys want to sync it up, 43. Oh, two right hands. 42, 40. Oh, my God. See, this is bullshit. Greg Hardy's he's throwing. He's throwing so recklessly, and he's so wide open. His grappling is interesting. Interestingly bad. He's going up on one foot. Yeah, this is, um, this is odd. What are they doing? Oh, this is such a weird position. What the fuck know. is happening right now? Oh my god! Hardy reversed it. He's got crowd. That was a really fence. weird position. I, don't know. I think he was half committed to a, a throw. But the thing about throws—oh, is... these guys are just fucking throwing, dude. The thing about oh throws is you have to commit fully in order. For... Oh! oh, a big left. Hit him with the jab. Oh, a lot of swings and misses, bro. Holy shit! Punch to the oh. cock from Greg Hardy. Crowder lands. Nice, nice head movement there from Crowder. Surprising. Oh, the good head movement again. He's faint. He's managing to get out of the way of a lot of Greg's strikes. I think Greg needs to do. Yeah, that's good. He steps back, gets a leg kick, and he needs to you know mix it up a little bit. 
Yeah, I agree. Mix I feel up. like he's uh, telegraphing too much of his attack. And in the UFC, man, we've seen uh, heavyweights will eat you alive if you have a telegraph. Great attack. knee from Hardy. But oh, Crowder uses it to grab the leg. The takedown is so oh, there. Oh my god. Ooh, I'm not liking the wrestling I'm seeing I out of Hardy. I don't know what Crowder's doing. Oh, dude, he, wait. Greg Hardy can just get up. I know. He's not even putting pressure. None. Get up. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Interesting grappling. They're both bad at grappling. Oh, now he's putting forward pressure. Good. Yeah. What What's 100%. happening here? Controlling the left hand of... He doesn't want to get punched, I'm, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. What an odd way to close your guard, maybe. Ooh. Uh, maybe he's trying to get up. There he is. He's trying to get up. Um, let's see if Hardy can get the leg out. Yep. Scoot your foot back toward your butt. I feel like you need... Yeah, there you go. Post up. Oh, Crowder's, Crowder's doing, doing, a, good doing job. a good job. Crowder's doing a good job. You can't do that. Fucking cheat. Oh, no, but he's getting up now. He's getting up now. He's You're up. You're up. Stand up. He can just stand up You here. can stand up. I think he could. He could. Stand up. He just has to... Stand. He just has oh, to... Oh, what a good job from Crowder. Good mat return from Crowder. Now, Hardy, every minute a heavyweight has a heavyweight down and is holding Side him down... Side control. It's a problem. It's Side a problem. Control. Because Crowder's the amount of energy that... Crowder has Hardy inside control. The amount of energy that Hardy is draining right now... Crowder's trying to step over to Crucifix. Got it. It's looking... Oh, my God. He has Crucifix. We are damn near the end here, folks. Greg Hardy. He has a minute and 58. Oh, Greg Hardy. Reversing. I like seeing this. This was smart of him to do. Walks on the cage. He's reversing the position. He has a chance to get out here. He needs to fully kick around and grab the legs of Crowder. There you go. Greg Hardy. Use it to get up. Bam. Greg Hardy's up. Reshot. That is amazing. Nope. All right. That's really good, though. That was good. I liked seeing that. And he made a smart move by getting up. Crowder trying to get a standing guillotine. It's arm in, though. He's threatening it right now. It doesn't look that tight. It's not. But it's enough to keep oh, him in the headlock. He's, he's committing to it. Whoa! He's committing to Hardy, it. If Hardy can shake him off here. That would be really good for yep. him. Yep. Yikes. Now you have Greg Hardy on top of you. If Hardy postures up and land strikes, this could be good night, Irene. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm stuffed up. <laughs> Do you like that? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> good night, Irene. You mean come on? No, Eileen? good night, Irene. I've never heard good night. I've heard come on, Eileen. <laughs> no, I don't know. Good night, Irene. Crowder, though, is he looking for an arm bar? Crowder's doing a good job of posting up on the cage as well. Oh, oh he is. He clamped, no, he clamped up a triangle. He's got it. He just needs to push Hardy's arm across. Hardy needs to get up, man. He needs to pull. Oh, nice Not elbow. Man. Pulled it out. Wow, that was good by Hardy. Now you have Hardy inside control. Hardy needs to get his other arm I mean, arm he, out. Hardy yeah. has Crowder inside control. I mean, Hardy, yeah. Sprawl on him. There you go. I'm seeing, like, good good tendencies. His trainers are building good tendencies yeah. in Hardy. He just needs to refine the technique. You can tell that there's there's some technical gaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the ambition. What a round. We're going to see a second round. Has that happened for Hardy before? I mean, Hardy, this is the first real adversity. He looks, he looks tired, man. Uh -oh. Tired. He looks very tired. Oh, man. But I will say, this is the most uh, um, ad adversity that Hardy has faced for inside sure. the Octagon. Hey. 
Football cardio is different than fighting cardio. Oh, man. He looks, a. Hardy. He looks really gassed. Yeah, he what looks is up especially with that? tired. Now, here's the question. How much of Hardy's power has been retained? Can, does he still have the power to put Crowder out? Yeah. Well, can he effectively transport it, though? Because I know a lot of guys have that power, but can he still land? That's the real question. That's true. We shall see. We shall see shortly. Oh, he's, he's looking like he's recovering. I like that. Kind of. You know, maybe he's pulling a yellow Romero. He's got where you look like you're dead for half the round, and then you start. The he's guy. got painful looking Matt burn on his elbows, though. Dude, uh, Jim Miller had the worst case of Matt burn I've ever seen on his knees. It was disgusting. Most painful thing, dude. Oh, I'd rather have like a hematoma. Or oh, a for sure. Are you kidding? Not a lot cut. of people Once know. Once they stitch you up, you're good. You take a couple Advil. Not a lot of people know, but that uh, canvas material. In the octagon. Very scratchy. It's very scratchy. Super, super scratchy. It's painful. It's not good, dude. I felt canvas. It's not. I don't you like don't, it. You don't want to grab. I mean, it's good for, like, like, you can utilize the fact that there's so much friction, but it can take your skin off. Like It's whoosh. tactile for striking. It's really yeah. good. Wow. Uh, Crowder looks more He crisp. looks more fresh. For, the, for sure. He definitely looks more fresh than uh Oh Superman. Superman from punch Hardy. from Hardy. It looks like it just glanced on it the neck of Crowder. Didn't Ooh. land. Crowder Crowder answering back. Definitely looks crisper, man. You can tell that Crowder Oh, oh right and the left from Crowder. Crowder lands again on Hardy, man. Yikes. Oh shit. They're gonna have a four hundred person Twitter party after this. Shit, son. Right now Crowder's looking good. I just want to see Hardy really get off his punches, man. He's not landing cleanly. I'm seeing, uh, I don't want to speak too soon, but I'm seeing more potential from Crowder than I am Hardy at this point. For a finish? Just in general. I'm seeing more more solid tendencies. I'm seeing a better foundation, better gas tank. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm not seeing is uh, the star power behind the name already. That is true. He does look like he has tattoos out of Blade 2. He does. You know, the, the only problem is that uh, he needs to get married and then suplex the fuck out of his wife. <laughs> and then we'll be. Well, no. I think that wasn't what made Greg Hardy famous. I think it was the football. It was the football. But then but you know, saying, that took it to the next <laughs> it level. It took it to the next level. <laughs> That's super smart. That stratosphere. <laughs> Dear Lord. He called him a bitch and then he punched him in the oh, face. Oh, they're getting into it, boy. Oh, Crowder flexing on Hardy. Flexing on Hardy. He's head hunting. Crowder called him. A, oh, my God. Crowder's hurt. Crowder's hurt. They're both, dude. They're, oh, Crowder double-legging Hardy. Hardy doesn't look like he has the energy to defend. He does. But he does. He sprawls. Can Hardy answer with punches? I would love him to get up and just start wailing on Crowder. Crowder. Crowder looks like he took up a lot of energy there running he, at Hardy. Crowder's. Oh. Oh, that's a downed opponent, that's homie. That's a downed opponent. Illegal as fuck. That's can't a do downed that. opponent. That might be a DQ. That's a DQ. That can't might be a that. DQ if Crowder can't continue. Is that. What is happening right now? This might be a DQ fight. I think it's going to be a DQ, guys. What the fuck was that? I'm confused. Why would he do that? Because he doesn't know the rules. Both he just started. Knees. Both knees were on the mat. He just started. Ooh, that is rough. That is rough, bro. Things you just hate to see. There's so many 
wife jokes running through my mind. Oh, I'm having a hard time. Stop. No, no more. <laughs> Dude, that was really unfortunate because there's a lot of... This plate's only warm! Oh. He, he, we learned a lot. <laughs> we learned a lot about uh, his technique, man, and there are a lot of technical gaps with Greg Hardy, man. Hey. It's not looking... It, he's, it's not looking that good. Lots. There's lots. Like your understanding of the rules. That's just, uh, you can tell it's an immature fighter move. That's I'm not saying that he's immature. You know, you understand what I'm saying. But you understand what I'm saying. It's a, it's a not seasoned fighter. Yeah. It's, it's a rookie fighter mistake. If I were Crowder, I'd be like, whoa. Even if I were okay, I'd be like, oh. Oh, yeah, I'd be like, no. no because then you're in bad blood with the company. Why? You know, because it, it made such an anticlimactic act. He got need right he in the, the fucking right, forehead. He has the right to do that. I'm saying I wouldn't behoove him to do that, though. Well, yeah. It wouldn't behoove him to get kneed in the head as a downed opponent either. <sighs> Dude. Blatantly. It wasn't like It wasn't even a like close a close call. One. It wasn't a close one at all. No. It was one where I was like, why is he rearing up for a knee? I was like, why is he rearing up for a knee? And then he did it. And then we just <laughs> saw it on the replay again. And it's just as shocking the second time. So if anyone's joining us on the stream of the VOD uh, out of nowhere, uh, Greg Hardy just da- need a down opponent, Stephen, uh, not Stephen, an Alan, Alan Crowder, Crowder. <laughs> brother of Stephen. I'm just kidding. Brother of Stephen. They look similar. Too. Oh man, it's this it. fight's over. It's over. It's over. Yeah. What it's is? Over. Whoa, whoa. What is happening? I don't know what's happening. Now they're taking him back inside. Greg Hardy just looks exhausted. He's super tired. He doesn't even look upset right now. He just looks too tired. Well, this is definitely going to be a win for Alan Crowder. Rightfully so. Oh, yeah, it's over. It's over. It's over for sure. The doctor's literally holding on to Alan Crowder at this point. Look at this chaos. Oh, my God. And that's why you don't put a fresh fighter as your co-main event. Well, we talked about that when I was watching his developmental fights. I was like, yeah, he's knocking people out, but... It's such a bad look for the company. Yeah. It's not, it's not even like you put on a strong technical performance. That's why when you... That's offensive to a lot of other fighters on this card. Yeah, no shit. That's offensive to Gregor Gillespie who, and Yancey Medeiros because technically those guys are... Alan Crowder's your winner. Not in the same galaxy. So I'm two and two on my picks. But I feel like I got robbed on that one. I'm two and two, but I thought that Greg Hardy would have a little bit better technique. That's a, that's a little lame. A winner by disqualification. Yeah, that sucks, man. You can tell he was just tired and he didn't have the presence of mind not to do that. It's, it's that was so blatant. It's so blatant. It's so blatant. Well, I think he was tired and just didn't that's know That's why they immediately on. called the disqualification, too. I kind of get I kind of get Crowder. I'm, if I got need... Like that? that? Do you think that you're going to come back and put on a stellar performance after that? No. You're on Queer Street. You're on worse than Queer Street. That was almost a That was knockout. terrible. You saw he almost, oh my God, Henry Cejudo's trainer almost fell <laughs> throwing the kicks. Dude, Cejudo looking fucking nice. Uh-oh. Now we have the, one of the most exciting fights of the year coming up. Oh, my heart rate's starting to peak. I'm getting oh, nervous. Oh, wait. Dude, I'm starting to get the uh, fucking, oh, I'm going to run out to the bathroom really quick right before the, sh- the main event starts. I'm super excited. Give us a pred- your prediction in the live chat and on the VOD. Let us know what you thought of the fight and our reactions to what happens before. Yeah, I'll be right back. I'll go over there and read the chat while you're uh, do your, doing your thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be right there, guys.
So this is what it's like to sit in Cameron's seat. Oh, God, Cameron was right. Jesus Christ, Zach. You got dick burn? That's pretty serious, man. That's pretty serious. I would lay off it for a few days. Give yourself some time to recover. Definitely use lotion in the future or lubricant, but it feels like a solo act just based on the messages I've been getting. Yeah. What a fight. What a fight. We, we said this from the very beginning that Greg Hardy did not deserve to be in the co-main spot and he could literally have moved him to any other card. Any other card because now the UFC has events fucking every other week, it seems. Uh, maybe more than that. They had like 30 events last year. So you could have put him on any card. So you choose to put him on the co-main and then he showed his inexperience and his lack of technical skill in that event. Stephen A. Smith giving his take on fighting despite the fact that he knows nothing of it. Gotta love it. But he's a name, so he's there nevertheless. Um, but all in all, I think it's been a great night of fights so far. Just a bunch of grappling fests. Uh, Glover Teixeira winning via submission. Rachel Ostovich unfortunately losing to uh, Paige Van Zandt after she went through so much adversity recently. Paige Van Zandt, though, fantastic for her coming off of the uh, broken arm. What's up, dude? I've commandeered your location. I was going to say you commandeered. Send uh, location. Send location. Gregor Gillespie putting on an absolute clinic. Uh, and then you have Gregor Gillespie. I'm sorry, I think I said Greg. And then you have Greg Hardy yes. not knowing the rules in the slightest. And now the main event. Powerfully not knowing the rules was Greg Hardy. Not, not the ideal thing you want to see in your UFC debut. It's rough, man. Especially when they make that the co-main. It sucks. <laughs> Zach, you have a cat? Is it a tabby? Maybe a Siamese? Siamese? How do you pronounce that? Oh, shit. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, what were we saying? <laughs> but uh, I'm super excited for the main event. We have Stephen A. here with Daniel Cormier and John A. Yeah, I commented on that. What do you think, buddy? He's showing an eagerness to understand what's going on, and he's letting the MMA analyst take the front seat. So I, I appreciate I, that. I, really I never appreciate said that. I just bad-mouthed him. I, I do. From what I've actually seen of the broadcast, he's paying huge deference to the opinions of the analysts. And he's saying, like, explain to me this. How do I know about that? Well, that's great. And I, he's letting I, in MMA minds like Mike Bisping and Daniel Cormier fill in the lines for him. I understand that he's a personality, and that's why I said he was there. I know he doesn't know anything about 100%. fighting. Um, but it's on ESPN now, so of course ESPN is going to bring in some it's of their the own big, He's the biggest sports analyst probably in the country right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just not for the UFC. And to see him, his approach, it's so much better than Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp who actually try to comment on the outcome of a fight. And that's when I've gotten mad at Stephen A. in the past, when he talks about fights from a view of an MMA analyst. And we never say we're MMA analysts, we say we're MMA fans. And I think that's a really important distinction. Yeah. Because an MMA analyst, they just dissect fights. You know, Frost Sahabi could be an analyst. He certainly could. But we, we're MMA fans. Definitely not an analyst. From the outside. And for us to speak like... What an analyst talk about... 
all the things we talked about so far. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a podcast by MMA fans for MMA Would I tell Zach to start using lotion to prevent that dick burn? Dude, it's a rough one. Uh, but, yeah. And I like I like seeing Stephen A. not uh, get completely crazy with it. But, wow, the training that TJ Dillashaw has been doing with Sam Calavita is nothing short of spectacular. Absolutely astounding. He's definitely in phenomenal shape. Meanwhile, Henry Sudo also looks the best we have ever seen him. His body blew, coming up to this fight, man. You got to admit, his physique was next level. Yeah, he really in, sculpted that five foot two frame. In his training, man, he looks absolutely sensational. His wrestling, it it's jarring to watch. He is the best because he picks up guys and they squirm like like your little brother trying to get out of a hold. Yeah, like you when I try to put you in a hold, <laughs> little brother. Of course, not well. But T.J. Well, Dillashaw coming off his double victories over Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, definitely not going to get a, another shot for a little bit. Uh, yeah, Cody Garbrandt, it's tough, man. Especially Joseph Benavides can tell us a lot about that. Losing twice or thrice to a champion is... It makes it hard to get psyched for the next one. It's fucking Especially tough. in the Cody Garbrandt situation where you get knocked out, right? And then you get the rematch. You get knocked out faster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Zach, I appreciate yes. Zach, I would say use Pantene lotion I think that's the best one Avino. It's good you're going to keep it by the couch Avino is also clutch But dude, oh man, I'm so fucking excited Anyway I mean, uh, with Cejudo switching camps And getting really involved with uh, Captain America I think is like his tagline as an MMA trainer I know because he dressed up as Captain America On Joe Rogan's mm-hmm. show Which was absolutely ridiculous But uh, now we have T.J. Dillshaw coming out first. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm fucking nervous, too. I love the snake print. I love how he's taking on the persona. Team Alpha Mill calls him a snake. Conor McGregor calls him a snake. So he's like, you know what? I am a snake, bitch. This is a selfish sport, and you have to be out for yourself. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that uh, that perspective, you know? Because so many fighters are hesitant to put themselves first. They think about their team. They think about how how this fight will affect their trainer. Yeah. And I feel like that's bullshit. Some fighters uh, or trainers shouldn't be... As a fighter, you shouldn't be worried about how it's going to affect your trainer. Mm -hmm. You should be worried about how it's going to affect your career. So T.J. Dillashaw was like, no, I don't care about the overall uh, destination for Team Alpha Male. Guys, I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm super biased going into it. I'll call it fairly, as fairly as I can, but I really want to see T.J. win. Just going to go out there. Well, we'll balance it out because I want to see Cejudo win. Okay, well, fuck you. Huh? No, I'm kidding. I don't well, care. I'm not that biased, though, because I really I wouldn't care if TJ won. It's not like I'm going to go. I really want to see TJ it's win. It's not like Connor could be where I'll be heartbroken. I just feel like he's, yeah, right? That was depressing. Uh, I just feel like he's such a professional about it. And fighting is such a personal sport, and it's such a solo sport that people always knock him for not being a team player. But this is just about him. It's just about him, and it's about TJ supporting his family and doing everything in his power to cement his legacy. Absolutely. And I think he's well on his way to doing that. And if he beats Plus, Cejudo tonight— Plus, look at that arm piece he has going on. What? His tattoos are Oh, the are tattoo? Great. Yeah, his tattoos are phenomenal. He's paying top dollar for those, and that's obvious. You can tell, dude. What the it's hell? Obvi- everything on his arm is photorealistic, and it's all it all blends together really well. You see t- tattoos like that, and you're like— because everything I, is intentional. Exa- yeah, you're like, why have I not gotten this yet? Like, why have I not started mine? And then you look at Greg Hardy and Alan Crowder, and you're like, oh, yeah. Because it can That's go, why you have to go photorealistic. It can go so poorly. You can't do it in a, in a style. Well, yeah, you're going to have to drop, like, 50 grand on the whole thing. Yeah. 
But holy shit, we're here. And you're right. This is this would really put DJ Dillshaw in the conversation for the greatest of all time if you were able to take the 125-pound belt as well. I mean, he looked pretty big for a bantamweight. Yeah, he's gigantic. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Cejudo also is very motivated for this fight because if he loses... Or if he doesn't have a stellar performance and still wins, and it's gonna die off. His, the, vis- the division's fucked. His dude. weight class is on the. When you when you have block. the president of the UFC s- so against yes, yeah, sorry, yeah. so against the the existence of a division, it's fucked. That's phenomenal. Actually, it's fine. You don't need to do it now. But yeah, the the division's going away. And I think it's go- it, it's it's just unfortunate because the flyweights have given us some great fights over the years, but. You know, if it opens up a 165-pound weight class, I'll take that deal. Oh, for sure. That would be – I was just, the talk, same we way, just talking about this the other day. The same way we were happy about the DJ for Ben Askren deal because we, we've already seen a lot of DJ matchups. I want to see Ben Askren against UFC fighters. It's not like DJ has anything left to prove, too. Exactly. Because why? He needs Most it for, defenses he needs of it all for time. his legacy. His legacy is taken care of. Like, there's no – there's no issue. Now he just needs to go get that fucking Exactly. Cheddar. Now go to Japan. Get that cheddar. And get the cheddar. So we have a powerful prediction from Yusuf saying TJ starches Cejudo in the first round. I hope, Yusuf. I mean, that'd be really interesting to see. Dude, there's so many. And I don't, it's not like I haven't. I, I take issue with... Um, Cejudo. I don't. I like Cejudo. He's a nice guy. He's very respectful. He's articulate. Does talk in the third person a little he bit He talks much. in the third person too much, Who which is, is a Cejudo? massive strike against <laughs> Who, you. you know? Who is Henry Cejudo as a fighter? Stop. You know? <laughs> Just say, who am I as a fighter? And then mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah, who are you? But you say, who is... Like, you don't hear me talking about, yeah, Mason is, uh, like, the funniest member of uh, the MMA submission. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just the best. You know. But, you know, Cejudo also, these both these guys went all out with their training for their fights. Phenomenally jacked. Phenomenally jacked with his very, very small stature, though. I would never say this to him in person because it would be so weird to watch me get beaten up by someone so much smaller than me. But he would fuck me up real proper. Well, Yusuf brings up a good point. You know, I, I, I think it's a bit... A bit extreme to say that uh, Sudo was blessed with the decision. I think it was razor thin for sure. It was a razor thin de- decision against T- I, and TJ. And as, as painful as it is to say, I think that there's a legitimate argument for Sudo winning that fight. And I think most people think that he did. Yeah, uh, yeah but I do agree it was razor thin. It yeah. was like uh, Dominic Cruz versus TJ Dillashaw razor thin, in my opinion. Uh. But I think that what I will say was on the other note of what Yusuf said, he said that Sudo has lost to lower level strikers than TJ, and that is true. That's true. But you have to take into account how much Sudo has improved over the course of his career. He's went leaps and bounds in the realm of striking. It's insane. He to be used honest. to be purely it's really a impressive. grappler. It's really impressive. And the amount of striking he's improved upon, how much his striking has improved, is is amazing. Very much. So I think so. this fight. Wow. Although I do agree with some of your points, I think that they're. A, they may be stated a, a bit overstated. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm shocked at the size difference right away because there's virtually none. I mean, the power difference, uh, it could be apparent, but the thing is we have to see how the weight cut did affect TJ. I know he did do take out all the stops. I know he was on weight before the night of the fight, but I want to see how much strength from 135 he has retained. I know. I'm curious. I wonder if, he, I wonder if when 
TJ touches Suhudo, it's just like. And Suhudo's going to be like, whoa. Well, what the punching fuck? power difference, there is something to be said there. Yeah, definitely. Because Suhudo has never shown the ability to knock out an opponent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's clipped people in the past. I think he clipped Wilson Heiss. Yeah, he did. Uh, but he has never starched anyone like TJ has. Yeah. Where TJ, you know, he finishes a lot of opponents' fights. Inevitably, strikes. he'll have le- less power at this lighter weight, though. Mm-hmm. That That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know how much TJ's power has shifted yeah. with the weight cut. Maybe not at all. Maybe you're right, Yusuf, and he has all of that power retained. And if so, Suhudo's in a lot of trouble. But if it, he's lost any of it, it'll be very impressive. Try to watch. Hmm. Fascinating. Yeah, that's it's on. Hmm. Well, hmm. what will be will be. Henry has hair just around his nipples, and that's it. No other hair on his chest. Gotta shave it. You gotta shave it. Dude. I mean, Zach, I will say cup size is deceiving. It doesn't tell the whole tale of the tape. If I were to fight like this in my uh, tight little underwear... I would. Can you check that one? Yeah, bro. Even when he's not here. That's even when he's not here. It was Matt's microphone. Even when he's all not along. here. His microphone comes back to fuck us. Well, I'm a fucking Unagi, dude. I'm dialed in. In the future. I love how TJ shouts at Bruce Buffer. I love in it. In the future, I'm going to unplug it from now on. We were just doing two person cast, but. Yeah. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Henry needs to shave those hairy nips, dude. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, baby. I remember I was wrestling in high school, and uh, this kid weighed in, and he had just had hair around his nipples. I like how you take, you're like the hollow man when it comes to fucking people's stories. I love it. Why? But that is true. That guy on our wrestling team did have just hair. And, and everybody. And exclusively around his nipples. Everybody laughed at him. And it was hilarious because it was a unifying moment for every school at the tournament. Because, because we, we all came all together. Even to though look. we're about to wrestle each other, everybody was just like. That's fucking hilarious. He only has hair around the nips. And he's let it get to the point where it's like an inch and a half long. It was it was jarring. Shave it. Right? Fucking nervous, guys. Yeah, Zach, they could stuff socks, dude. They like Alex oh, Hernandez. That's what I was gonna say. Alex Hernandez had the biggest cup I've ever seen. I would seen. go two sizes bigger than Alex Hernandez, and I would use it as a fucking weapon. Like Alex Hernandez came out there with a fucking medieval cod piece. It looked like he was wearing a cup and then rotated upside down because the bulge was like pointed upward. But here we go. Henry Sudo versus TJ Dillashaw, the first round in the oh. Barclays Center. Let's fucking go. If you guys want to sync it up watching with us. Oh shit. 57, Body kicking a jab six, right away from five, Cejudo. Four, three, two, one. Oh, my God. Oh, a head kick from Henry Cejudo right away. Cejudo coming out in a wide stance. Oh, oh. Cejudo! Oh, he hurt TJ! TJ hurt rocked. TJ! TJ's rocked. TJ's rocked. TJ's TJ rocked. is rocked here. He's rocked here. TJ's rocked. TJ's rocked. TJ's done. He's done. He's done. Stop it. TJ just got finished by Henry Cejudo! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. That was fast. Henry Cejudo, he knocked him down three times. Let me watch it again. That was fast. Henry Cejudo 
just finished TJ Dillashaw. You let Gregor Gillespie punch, punch Yancey Medeiros in the head 15 times? Let, let's watch. Let's watch. Let's watch. I'll have to watch it again. Maybe it wasn't. I don't think it was. I think it was like um, Curtis Blades versus Ninganu too. <sighs> but let's watch just in case. I'm upset. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, Yusuf, there was a finish in the first round. I'm upset. Who would have saw that coming? That is, dude. This is why all analysts is fucking bullshit. You Henry, just, you're just guessing. Motherfucking Cejudo. Oh, Rowan Marnite, dude. What the fuck? Zach said that was faster than when he busts his nut. That's Zach. stoppage. Zach, come on, man. You should be only doing it two to three times a day at the most, bro. That's if he's an addict. I'm saying we've already addressed that he's an addict. Two to three times for an addict. Is what has gotten a hold of both of you? What do you mean? Dude, stop beating. Why are you molesting yourself so often? <laughs> stop. I mean, Jose, I'm just Fucking as shocked as you are. I missed it. They played it again. I mean, let's see if we can that, rewind it. No, no, just, just let it just let it go. Yeah. Just let it go. Bam. So he dropped him there. TJ falls into him, though. Bam. Knocked him again. No. Yeah. That's fast. That's fast. When you take into account the other knockdowns, though, prior to that, it's fast. It's fast. I'm not. It's not the worst one I've seen, but it's definitely fast. Wow, ripped. Yeah, I guess kind of shave your nipples, fucking bitch, dude. Damn it. Henry Cejudo wins a first round stoppage. You have to admit though, he looked good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, dude. You can never not be hurt when uh, the, the. It was fast though. It was fast. TJ, very unhappy with the stoppage. Yeah, he's furious about it. What do you guys think? Was it fast? Do you guys let us know what you thought of the stoppage? You know, TJ, very upset with the stoppage, understandably. you know. I want to watch what started it off again. We're going to have to watch it back again. It sucks, man, for TJ. But, wow, what what strikes from Zahudo? That's so that's so that's so sad, dude. That's amazing. Do you know how hard he's trained? Everything he's gone through to drop this weight, and come all the minute, way down here, and then all of his work in a minute for one minute. Motherfucker, dude. Okay, hold on one second. Yeah, yeah, this is what we're gonna on. do. No, turn off the. There you go. There we go. Wow, man. Henry Cejudo. What oh, he's got the new belt. Say? They look good. They introduced wow. the new belts. They do look good. They, they actually do look they good. They do look good. I, I do like them. Wow. 32 seconds. 32 seconds in the first round. Now I'm sweating. I'm fucking pissed, dude. It's okay, though. It reminds Jose of uh, Aldo versus Connor. And that's how quick it was. That's I how guess. that's how quick it was, man. It was a blink. And the thing is, TJ's conditioning is so good that even when he gets knocked, it makes the stoppage seemed quick. I, I maybe I maybe most of that can be attributed to TJ's ability to recover and yeah. do things despite being uh, practically unconscious. But it did look quick. I I disagree. Oop. I think it's a good stoppage because if you look Here, right, let's see. see. Okay, so he, he fell. He fell. He gets hit. There, he, he got hit the dropped. Back of the head. 
No, nah, he got dropped there. That wasn't back of the head. It had punched him in the back of the head. No? We can watch it back. It was the side of the head. I'm almost positive. Oh, it looked at you. It looked so like he, he hit like him. That. He hit him behind the ear with a shot. Oh, it's really? It's still legal. But he hit I him looked. behind the ear, dropped him. Then he, that second knockdown, and then the third followed up with strikes. I think when you compile that together, that's a good stoppage. You have a duty to protect the fighter and, you know. Tell that to Yancey. Yeah. I think it was uh, very good. And, you know, this will even this sets it up even better. You know, because now TJ gets his rematch at, at 135, 135 like yeah. Cejudo wanted. Yeah, hopefully he'll make more money off of it. I think TJ definitely deserves a second chance for sure. And I think fans will be very interested in seeing more. Uh, that's like... The strength, though, to... from Cejudo to go out there and push him down. Yeah. He I mean... Seemed to push him when he was off balance. That was We impressive. barely got to see a fight, though, which is the real shame here. That was impressive. It was definitely an impressive performance from Cejudo. Probably out there talking shit in the third person. Oh, you know he is, baby. I love it. Henry Cejudo, the messenger, does it. Gets the job done against TJ Dillashaw. We you will, know. without a doubt, be seeing the rematch yep. at 135. Oh, my God. They're interviewing TJ. Never oh, supposed to do that. Oh, boy. Anik, why? Oh, he said he got him behind the ear, which it did. Still, I think, a legal shot. Fast. Though. I think it was a legal shot. Yeah, it hit him behind the ear. I was wrong the first time. You know, and it, it takes out your equilibrium. And he got rocked three times. Three times. And when you get rocked three times in the same round in quick succession. What's up with TJ's nipples, man? Maybe I'm just, ever since Zach said that, I've been honed in on the nips. Because those look like little baby stop, toes. Stop it enough, bro. What? Uh, whatever, dude. That's I'm pissed. Sus. Well, well, guys. Let us know what you thought of the fights down in the comments below. Thank you guys. If you're on YouTube and you watched all the way this, all the way to this point of the cast, thank you so much for watching. I really hope you guys enjoying the fights today. I know I did. I know you did. Such shocking performances. Just to do a recap with you guys, we had Glover Teixeira saying, "I'm still here. I'm still at the top," and finishing Carl Robertson with a choke. We had Paige Van Zandt. Getting the armbar win over Rachel Ostovich. Great comeback from her injury. We had Joseph Benavidez edging out Dustin Ortiz. We had Gregor Gillespie Gillespie showing off his impressive wrestling versus Yancey Medeiros. We had a fucking mess for a co-main event in Greg Hardy versus Alan Crowder. Resulting in the win for Greg Hardy with the illegal knee. No, resulted in a win for Alan Crowder. Yeah. Oh, did I misspeak? Sorry. It resulted in a win for Alan Crowder. Because of the uh, illegal knee by Greg Hardy. That's what yep. I meant to say. And then we had TJ Dillashaw falling to Henry Cejudo with 32 minutes into 32 the seconds. first. I'm sorry, 32 <laughs> seconds into the first round. Sorry, I'm watching the, the post fight here and I'm mesmerized. But wow, wow, wow. Hell of a card for the first ESPN card. I'm excited to see many, many more. What did you think of the card as an overall whole? I thought it was pretty good. You're upset. <laughs> I just thought it was pre- no. I'm being honest. I just thought it was pretty good. I think uh, Greg Hardy versus Alan Crowder was misplaced yeah, as far as the, putting the card, uh, and it really took a lot of momentum out of the card. I think the Gillespie fight was definitely phenomenal. Um, Benavidez fought well, but the the fight in general was a clusterfuck, and I don't think it, it'd, be, it'd be it'd be a fan favorite, despite the fact that I enjoyed it. Van Zant did very well, and Teixeira could uh, go on a title run here at two hundred five. That's about it. That was a takeaway. Yes, but let you get let us know what you thought of the fights in the comments down below. 
Man, what a cast. These things are always a lot of fun. I like doing them a lot. Thank you, Mason, for being here with me and doing this. Yeah, of course. Always here. Yeah, you are. But, guys, we'll see you guys next time on the next MMA submission.